This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. What up, everybody? Welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a show where we take comic books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. Also, when applicable, there are big comic book movie or shows that we'll also review and talk about, or... In the case of today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Snyder Cut trailer. And uh, our first impressions on that, we're going to save that to the end, uh, along with our giveaway. We've got a big giveaway today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the show. If you would like uh, a original head sketch by the current artist on the upcoming, and by upcoming I mean literally Wednesday... Uh, comic book series Savage from Valiant Comics. Uh, you're in luck. You're on the right show. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to give you a hashtag in the chat. We're going to have an intrepid moderator grab three people from the chat periodically throughout the show. So we're going to keep reminding you to use it. Because it's not fair if we just pick the first three in the first like few minutes of the yeah, show. That would be nice. That would, would not be fair. So instead, we're going to just be giving you an opportunity to... Throw your hat into the race, uh, and our intrepid moderator will pull all of those hashtags, throw them into an aggregator, and grab three randomly selected winners. Here's the provisions, and then we'll give you the deets. First of which, uh, you need to be at the end of the show, live, in order to actually win. We're going to announce the name. I'm not hunting you down. It's just, it's just plain laziness on my part. I'm not looking for you. I'm not hunting you down. So if you're not there in the chat to say, that's me that you just announced and your name corresponds with your affirmative reaction, then you ain't getting the head sketch. End of story. So you gotta be there. Two, you gotta let me email you. I gotta get your deets. I gotta get your address, your uh, name. That's pretty much it. And third, normally I say you gotta be within the continental United States. Not in this particular case. What? Because they're being shipped from the artist. They're coming from not the United States anyway. So they're gonna be going anywhere so this contest is open to all of you everybody so if you're here and you're like damn it i live in canada or belize guess what you could still get that head sketch so be sure to use the hashtag that we mentioned at the top of the of, of the show uh we'll let you know in a minute so uh <laughs> let me show you a little bit of the art from the upcoming savage uh, comic that is coming out on Wednesday to give you an idea, an inkling, a sousson, if you will, of what you're in for. Uh, I actually genuinely dig uh, Nathan Stockman's art. I think it's really fun. It's really kinetic. It's energetic. Uh, I think he'd be terrific on any youthful. He'd be great on Super Sons. He'd be great on Spider-Man. And he's doing a great job on this Savage book, which I've had the pleasure of actually looking at multiple pages. And in fact, I've read I think this full issue, I think I've read this whole issue <laughs> ahead of time. And I can tell you that it's fun uh, and really, really terrific art, really fun character designs. And uh, Nate's done a really nice job. And so if you'd like an original head sketch on a blank variant cover of Savage Number 1 of any character, one singular character that you want, enter the, uh, enter to win. And how do you enter? Hashtag Savage. Just Ooh. use hashtag sh savage in the chat. I'm going to do that too because I want one of these. So hashtag savage. So now it's in the chat. I feel like I'm not going to. I'm not actually. If I, even if it was accidentally me, I'm not going to give it. But uh, 
Doesn't mean I can't. <laughs> so just in this show, while you're watching it live, sorry to those of you who are watching it after the fact, hashtag Savage, you enter to win. We're going to pick three of you. That's a nice number. I agree. I agree. It's a solid number. Right? That's three's a, a good number. Force. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If it's good enough for Link, it's good enough for the rest of That's us, right. I'd say. And so we're going to remind you periodically throughout the show. So but once, any number. once you've entered, you're good. That's right. You don't have so, to keep doing it. If you've entered now, you're in. You're good. So you, you, they got you. In 25 minutes, I'm going to remind everybody again, like, hey, listen, don't forget hashtag Savage Venture to Win. If you've already entered half an hour earlier, you don't need to do it. It doesn't... It doesn't it, increase your odds. Does the character have to be from Savage? No, it does not. Okay. Character can be... It could be the Tick. It could be the Predator. It could be Superman. It could be Spider-Man. It doesn't matter. It could be Bloodshot. It could be it Bloodshot. Could be... It could be Exo. But it doesn't have to be Valiant. It could be any character. It could be Leonardo of the Ninja Turtles. It doesn't matter. There you go. So there you go. Uh, so that's 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 the big exciting news we that's, have. That's dope. For those of you, then you also there. get an issue of Savage. As you well. also get a free comic. Now that comic uh, is coming out on Wednesday. Your issue won't be out for a couple of months <laughs> because give him time to do the art. He's got to do the art three times. He's got to contact. He's you. He's got to contact. Well, yeah, well, he's got to get your deeds. Someone's going to contact you. Yo, Valiant's going to coordinate they'll all be, that for they'll you. They'll be contacting. But they're going to they're going to coordinate with you. It could be me, could I be guess. <laughs> it could be if it is, if it is, please share it. Don't uh, do that. But if you do win, it's please okay. be sure to share it no matter it what. Doesn't, it doesn't but yeah, don't. There's no extra point. Yeah, don't waste your money on me. Uh, but uh, speaking of wasting your money on me, did you know the show is sponsored by viewers <laughs> like you? If you're watching the show live, not only can you also get a free Savage head sketch or rather head sketch of a character if you're choosing by the artist on the book savage from valiant comics but you can also use the super chats to uh raise a question or post a comment and we'll read it here on the show like these fine people right here girk pectus has two comments he says did you know kevin feige admitted he only got civil war greenlit because batman v superman was coming out at least one good thing came out of that piece of shit movie Regardless of your opinions about BBS, I think that a couple of good things came out of that. One, you got a dope-ass costume. Two of them, maybe, for the price of one. Yeah. I really like the, the bat suit in those movies. Sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I did not know that. I don't, I, and I haven't confirmed it, so I can't Right. Can't I can see him it. pitching that. Being yeah, being like, like, they're going to make that Batman Superman they're gonna, movie. They're doing a versus movie. We, we'll do a versus we movie. We should do a versus. We have the original versus movie. There's literally, there's comics about it. They'll be like... I don't care. I don't care about that. What is comic? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's them. <laughs> and uh, he also adds, uh, any movies you refuse to watch even after, even once? For me, Godfather 3 and Star Wars Episode 3. Have you gone to Top Golf? I hate golf, but I love that place. I've never been to Top Golf. Uh, I probably never will. But uh, uh, as far as uh, new or movies you've never seen that you, know, that you will never see, Tiffany? The prequel to The Thing. There you go. The Thing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. From 2011 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever that is. I'm no. never going to watch that. That's fair. I'm That's never fair. going to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Godfather 3 is meh. It's not good, but it ain't like horrible. Although there were scenes where I was like, wow, this is not good. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I have to see the new one. The like, you know, there was a recut or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, the, the, the Coppola cut, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called something else. Um, and episode three, I, pro I swore I wouldn't see, but my roommates at the time were like, we'll pay for you to see it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Um, ba Batman and Robin was that movie for me. Then we watched them again, though, thanks to the Rift Tracks guys. Yes, we've seen all of them again and again and again and again, <laughs> thanks to Rift Tracks. Uh, Jake Talenall, uh, every time I see Zack Snyder DC Project, all I see is a man with the perception of an edgy teenager that doesn't want girls to know he's into comics. I mean, his Twitter marketing alone, good God, nothing but gray filters. He does like his gray filters. He does like people to to know 
that uh, these comic things that he's working on are pretty cool and rad, and <laughs> definitely you should kiss him. Monochromatic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian Rollins, are people really excited for a longer version of a bad DC movie by a guy who did another long bad DC movie because the worst Joker was in the trailer? Uh, when you put it like that, I'm sure it's very uh, it's complicated. <laughs> but uh, I think that I think that a lot of people felt that like because uh, Jared Leto, uh, you know, there's a lot of Oscar buzz around him in general, and he's you know he he used to be a high commodity. Uh, you know, now he's Morbius. So I'm excited to see his suckers and him demanding plasma. Uh, but before that, people were really high on his Joker, despite the damage across his forehead. And I I am I'm so thankful that he exists. For that alone, for that yeah. contribution to our culture, yes. uh, for that hilarious cartoon that came out like almost a decade ago. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. Overly opinionated, might we get a video on the connection between Kirby leaving Marvel during Thor Ragnarok and the connection to the New Gods? There's some gold in that vein. Owen likes comics, will do it or something. Or Matt Draper. Like, you know, we don't do those kinds of two videos. Like, we'll talk about it, maybe. But it'll be more conversational off the cuff. Yeah. Uh, you know. and, and we kind of talked a little bit about Kirby and his, like, influence on both of the Pantheons when we covered... Um, Mr. Miracle? Mr. Miracle and the Eternals. And the Eternals, that's right, that's right. Yeah, we kind of chatted a little bit about some of those, like, connections there in there. Or it's in, true. In there, so... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Stuart Flowers, when are you doing the next GBU? Well, the newest GBU actually just came out this past Friday. You can watch it at any time after this show, preferably. Yeah. Where we did a spotlight episode mm -hmm. talking about the uh, the UNICEF comic book solo issue, Spider-Man Special Edition, The Trial of Venom. Right, where you got to learn all about how the law works. Yeah, so you got a, a big, long, boring explanation about the legal system and from Darren. And Spider-Man grabs Venom's jaw in a way I never want to see again. Ever again. <laughs> but uh, check that out, it's a lot of fun. And then we'll do, we'll get back to basics with GBU in the mm -hmm. future. Um, the Grey Initiate, with all this excitement for Darkseid, I'm thinking of diving into some new gods. The omnibuses and Absolute Editions are expensive and unwieldy. Do you have any other ideas for where to start? Uh, honestly, if you're looking for a place to like kind of get your footing and be introduced to these characters, you can't go wrong with Mr. Miracle. No, it's true. Mr. Miracle does a, an interesting job of like giving you a peek. It's, it's not, meta, though. It's less about the new gods. Necessarily. Like, they're in it, and like you do get a feel for them, but I don't know if that's like... <sighs> That'll yeah. give you an idea of some of the drama you're going to get into, but the tone, I'd say, is different than a lot it of the... It is going to be the... uh, very different. Yeah. You know, my recommendation, there is an old trade just called Jack Kirby New Gods, uh, and it collects quite a bit, and it's a very cheaply made trade. I, I think I even have it. H hang on a second. Uh, I, I, If you're a digital reader, you might have a, an easier time maybe just picking up some of the trades as well um you know they're a little less unwieldy than some of those larger omnibuses not that the omnibuses aren't great but i feel you i have a definitely a couple of larger ones and they're just they're hard to read they're awesome and they're impressive and they look great on the shelf but like when you actually try to read them they can be hard because you definitely want to not break that spine for sure um <laughs> hey yeah there's this uh it's jack kirby's new gods it's it used to retail for about 12 bucks um it's print it's black and white which is kind of fun although you, you miss that color yeah for um, kirby stuff for sure yeah. why would they do that i don't know well because it's dc uh but like you never know like there's there's stuff like this you could always get like super cheap okay uh, you know used of course is what i would recommend but this is a good way to just get your toe wet as far as uh kirby stuff goes um but yeah um so I, I mean that's my recommendation also you could read uh cosmic odyssey that's a fun very easy way to introduce yourself to the new gods 
and the Pantheon through the lens of like people like Batman and Superman. Uh, plus, for the added bonus, you also get the John Stewart pathos in there. Torin Miklas, I was lucky enough to land an interview with jo- Doc Shaner for a school project, currently doing some Ooh. lighting tests while I listen. Nice. Well, continue, and good luck. Uh, Doc's a very friendly guy. Talk about video games. He likes them. Uh, Maddox, Joker lives in a society officially in canon. Yes, uh, apparently that's a thing. Uh, I think it's, like, supposed to be sarcastic and funny. Like, it's supposed to be, like, ironic that he says that, because, you know, it's, like, an anarchist slash mass murderer you know, complaining that you're in a society. So I think it's supposed to be a joke. Um, you know, so they I, reprinted it for $25. There you go. 25 bucks. I mean, it's not, a, it's not great, but like, you know, it still beats an omnibus, you know, if you're, if you're not looking to spend too much. Um, fat Snorlax can't stay, but I wanted to ask you to, do we live in a society? Have you, have we done that joke yet? <laughs> we just did it, Fat Snorlax, but thank you very much, man. Yeah. Yeah. We do live in a society. Uh, although sometimes it's hard to tell. Uh, Tardis made 85. Nobody, absolutely nobody. Zack Snyder. I think Batman should drop the F-bomb. Also, thanks to Sandman. I've been reading it at work. Yay. That's awesome. I thought you said, when oh, you thanks said, for the Sam. I thought you said, yeah, thanks to Sandman. I'm thanks like, to Sandman. I'm reading it. Like, well, I mean, technically that's accurate. I mean, <laughs> even if I read it wrong. <laughs> no, it's, I, I just, I should have read as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, Rogelio that's, a, that's a fun work read because then you have to like if everyone's like what are you reading you're like <laughs> oh don't look at it i mean you could like here look at one page it's dope yeah but it's joke oh as you go yeah anyway. yeah sorry uh, Rogelio canella not a comic thing but you guys give me hope i'll find a nerdy girl that is as weird as me one day it's always an opportunity yeah you know there's plenty of so, them some of them are weirder yeah some of them will outweird you you'll never know uh, so yeah, um, let's jump into some books. Uh, by the way, don't forget hashtag Savage. You can get a, a, a head sketch of your choosing by Nathan Stockman, whose art is dope. I love his work. I really enjoy his stuff, and I so so if, if I could get a head sketch from him, I would I would get it. Hashtag Savage, and it costs nothing. You just got to be here at the end of the show and uh, and be able to give me your information. Um, Josilla, the saddest, angriest cuts of beef. Shank, Loin, Snyder. <laughs> that's funny uh so yeah let's jump into it uh there are a couple of books i'm gonna just gonna give a quick very tertiary uh introduction i do love that cover but i almost wish it were her in her new costume but it's still great it's a king in black tie and it's daredevil number 27 i get why they didn't there's more flowy bits on this yes uh from chip sadarsky marco cicetto and mike hawthorne uh this is yet another like tie-in it's continuing with king in black but sadarsky knows you know how to do this by now uh he weaves in narrative while also giving you symbiotes and matt battling with uh not only the symbiote that has taken over him but also null himself Mm -hmm. uh good stuff nothing's out of character also you get to see electra as daredevil doing her thing she wields her first daredevil her version centric weapon nice which is a sigh that blasts as a billy club and becomes like a like a kind of grappling hook so it doesn't actually work as like a sigh. Or maybe it does, but like, yeah. It's it's very silly, but I loved how it looked. Okay. I was like, yay! That because Electra uses sighs, right? Like it's just it's that kind of thing. Right. Like that's I totally pictured just Chip being like, cause Electra uses sighs, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I get it. And Daredevil uses Billy Claws. And Billy and he uses Billy Claws, but they all explode and, and become grappling hooks. Uh good stuff. The art's okay. The Hawthorne stuff, eh, there are a couple of like real dips where it's just kind of like the tone does not match the art well, but uh you know i'd say the biggest problem there is just again the strength of this cover yeah this, the cover's amazing especially the color palette like the whole thing's just fantastic agreed and the story is great also typhoid well, she's mary got, she's got plenty of flowy things there i agree that's what i'm saying 
Uh, that would have really cemented that cover. Yeah. In what time period it's in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not just the King in Black element, yeah, there's not a costume. And you know, there's not enough from the 90s of Daredevil in his 90s costume to mm -hmm. be like, wow, there was like an era. Like, no, they were really like, they're like, we're doing the costume. We don't want to, we want people to think we're going to bring it back. Like the mm -hmm. old stuff. Anyway, great stuff. I love Daredevil. Uh, if you haven't already, pick up issues 1 through 26. Uh, <laughs> just go grab them. Exactly. L literally, just go buy them all. What I mean, else? you could probably also just get like the trades, but I guess that's fine. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll talk about Justice League a little bit. Okay. Uh, Justice League, no, uh, Future State Justice League number two, and I believe it's the last part like ever. I don't know. It doesn't say the end, but it also doesn't say to be continued. It's over. Well, uh, some of them usually say the end. It's uh, it's written by Josh Williamson with art by Ronson Rocha or Roca. Uh, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed the Robson? art. Robson, screw you, DC, and your tiny ass fonts. Let's see here, Robson Rocha. Wow, nice font choice. Robson Rocha. Uh, the league learns a lot of lessons and they fight the Hyper Clan. That's the story, and it's fun. Uh, Literally, it's because it's only two issues. So, like, compression, thy name is Future State. <laughs> we were done with this. We have to get it out here. Right. You know? And let me tell you, like, it actually is kind of fun in its own way where it's like, hey, this is what comics used to be like. Remember when you'd spend, like, $4 and get two issues and it's the whole story? Mm -hmm. And you felt, like, not gypped? Because they stretched two issues of story into six or ten issues. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what they did here. Uh, Williamson, of course, the master. He knows what he's doing. He knows his characters, despite the fact that they're brand new. Um, but he knows like how to balance it. Williamson loves the Justice League and has always wanted to write that book. Yeah. And I'm so glad he was given an opportunity to do that before Bendis took over and is doing his own Justice League. Uh, but this is, a good, this is a good resume. You know, it's like... Yo, yo, yo. I mean, I did like a, a hundred issue run on The Flash. Uh, I, I, I saved Wally West. Uh, <laughs> you know, I wrote Infinite Frontier. Uh, I'm part of like the planning board for everything. And I wrote this two-part Just League story. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm a fun guy. And I'm a fun guy. And I'm a fun guy. I'm nice. I'm friendly. I'm affable. You could, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a good guy. So check it out. But yeah, Justice League, Future State, number two. It's good stuff. I dig it. But there's not the whole story there. There's more to that book. What is it? Oh, the Justice League Dark is in, in the back of that. Because so many of you guys are buying Justice League Dark, they just crammed it at the end of this issue. <laughs> Listen, I enjoyed Justice League Dark for when it was around. Yeah, it was around for a little it while. It was around. Uh, it's written by Ram V with art by uh, Marcio Takara. Ooh, I like Marcio Takara. Art looks great. Um, This, you know what's funny is like, I was like, you know, kind of cold on, not cold, but like I was, I was into the first part of this, but like the second part of it, just literally was so well done in my opinion that it actually felt like an event. Oh, like a big, uh, yeah, like a thing that was going on and it, was, epic. and it was done in two issues. And I was like, that's really well done. That's like cool. that, that's nicely handled. I, I feel so like badly for Ram V because it seems like he's the only person right now at DC trying to keep DC magic afloat. Right. Um, you know, we, we well, have your handed Batman, you abandoned magic. No, that's fair. I, I get it. I get it. Um, 
But, you know, he's doing Swamp Thing, and, and, you know, he's got Justice League Dark, at least Future State. He was doing Justice League Dark before that. Yes. You know, in this, he clearly has, like, a great respect for Dr. Fate. We've got Etrigan in here, Zatanna, Constantine, Ragman is in here, yeah. Enchantress is in here. Wow, nice. Like, he's just pulling from everywhere, um, you know, uh, Madame Xanadu is in here. Like, things Makes that we've sense. seen in Justice League Dark obviously have come back through here. You know, classic characters from the Justice League Dark mythos and the DC universe just as a whole. Um, it's just, I, it's just so funny because I'm like, this was fun. And like, you know, no one asked for this obviously. And like, it's totally a story that like is based in nothing, but you get cool visuals like Ragman being a dragon and Zatanna riding him. And like, like Dragon Man. <laughs> he's cool looking we're just gonna end the show now mm-hmm. um but you know you get you get these like really super neat in, like imagery um it's really at the heart of it about dr fate and honestly about um etrigan and like his struggle with no longer having jason blood and you know being attached to um you know bobo oh, yeah, that's right and the fact that he won't fight back against merlin and why and then it, like it, it a bunch has revealed like the fact that um what you call it jason blood is dead yeah that like merlin killed him like that was part of the deal he had jason blood and that was keeping etrigan off the table yeah dr fate finds out nah it's not true he's dead Etrigan still won't fight, and then, and like the zero hour, he you know goes for it. Right. It turns out, by the way, that like Enchantress is like his Green Knight kind Ooh, of thing. Like she, that's cool. I don't know if that's necessarily what it is, what but like she's wearing the like she has green armor because she's Enchantress, right? Um, I guess. Uh, but also because Merlin associated with Arthur and Arthur, and like that makes me automatically think of the Green Knight. Yeah. Um. But um. <laughs> but essentially, um, like it's revealed at the end that like the blood knight that was like Merlin's right hand man is Jason blood. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so there is a moment at the end of this, which is like cool fun, but like I've literally seen it before, Mm. um, in which like Dr. Fate is like, Hey Merlin, I'll make a deal with you spare everybody. And you can have the helmet of fate. Cause I know that's what you want. That's that's the last piece. Mm -hmm. And he's like, like Jason Blood's like, hey, I'm gonna. And Merlin's like, whoa, whoa, hang on, let's let's see her mouth, let's see her mouth. He's like, because I know you can't use it, so I'll go with you. Right. Like Khalid's like, I'll go with you and I'll help you and like let you see into the future. Oh. And everyone's like, that's a terrible idea. What are you doing? <laughs> and he turns to Etrigan and he's like, no, see, like this was all part of the plan. Like I had to like do those things to hide myself and like blah 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 and like keep that secret, but like. With the like the helmet of fate and like this help of another Egyptian goddess, um, I was able to see all the different versions of the future, uh, including this one. And I realized mm-hmm. that in this one, we still don't win. Oh, I was like, oh, and that's where we do the heel turn from the the Doctor Strange. Yep moment of like you know i've looked at the future and like this, this is the, the only, only one where we can win. Yeah, no, this is the one we lose. We lose. But hey, the key here is that like you are a demon and you could still affect the past. And like, if you change the past, then like maybe we can save the future and then it's over. Cool. Like that's it. It's literally just like, Hey, this universe kind of sucks. Right. Let's, let's go. Let's hope that another one. This is, this one for me very much just felt like a, like a, a what if. Yeah. And like in that, I feel like it's very competently done because it's like, it kind of gives you everything you need to know while like leaving there's like huge holes or you're like how do we even get here but like it's like because we but you don't need to. to know like it, like i feel like you didn't it doesn't matter yeah 
you know, like the story does it really well, like at, at revealing itself. Right. And revealing what you need to know and allowing you to kind of fill in the blanks. That's cool. I like that because like sometimes you don't need an excruciating scene of like the Justice League Dark crossing the desert and just like hilarious sequences that are like sure. the same face over and over again yeah. where they're like making jokes. Like, you yeah. Just cut to the chase. Where is the chase and how do I... Right. Well, it's actually for like this two issue. Especially like, if it's only two issues. Here you go. We're done. Because where else were they going to cram this book? <laughs> Swamp thing, but that's over Now, time. my question is, how are these going to be collected? You can't I, give me a two book I, trade. I assume it's just going to be Future State. Right? And it's just Future State Volume 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Mm -hmm. And you'll pick up the ones that... That sucks. Because like they have that timeline that doesn't make any freaking sense. So it's like, is it going to be an order? Is it how? how I is bet it they'll be out? like maybe they'll be like Batman. Yeah, Batman I bet books. it's going to be Future State Batman, and then maybe like I don't know. I don't know how they'll do the other ones, but like this one will. This one could stand on its own. Like it could be thrown in anywhere. It won't matter. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the Swamp Thing one. Just throw it in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, but, like, it, was, it was fun. Yeah, I, I had a good time. That's cool. I did too. So I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Uh, let's go into some super chats. Uh, but before we do, hashtag Savage. You want a free head sketch from Nathan Stockman, original artist of a character you're choosing on a variant cover from Savage Number One on sale this Wednesday. Uh, use the hashtag Savage in the chat. Uh, Ali, uh, you have to stay until the end of the show in order to win, though. Yes, that's that's uh, key. You can't just be like Savage and then leave for the day, or you will automatically fail. Uh, Al Al Ziadi <laughs> says, weird question, but in a backish episode where Ben confused an image character. Costume for the vulture. Who was that character? And what episode was? It? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't. I don't well, remember maybe, every maybe episode. The chat does. If the chat, the, you guys are way better at remembering episodes than I do. For me, like they're all the same episode. It's just one never-ending episode. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm sorry, but yeah, you're, you're, you're also. I've seen this done before. People usually post on the subreddit to ask that, uh, and a lot of people do that all too. Right. Just some guy with a mustache says Darkhawk. Mm, he probably did think it was Darkhawk. I mean, Darkhawk looks like every image character. Um, but we all know that Dan Larson of Toy Galaxy created Dark Hawk. Uh, Love Line with Adam and Drew says, Back Issues is the most brilliant format ever conceived of for sharing comic books with other people. Thank you very much, man. It's very, very That's high really, praise. Really Thank sweet. you. Sal, Tiffany, uh, Ethan, and Ben are all uniquely hilarious, charming, and fun. I spent most of 2020 watching Comic Pop. Thank you. Thank you, oh, man. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for the great commercial for us. We really appreciate it. I'm going to use that and just post it on Twitter and stuff. It's Done. really, really helpful. Thank you, man. And thank you for your, for your kindness and for sharing with us. Uh, Nick Bledsoe says, Hey, y'all, long-time fan. Love the content. I haven't caught you guys live in a while because of work. I don't understand why we have seen Joker in a promo before we see either Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. I feel like it's because, you know, Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter aren't, like, filmed. Like, they're CG. I, I mean, they're gonna, they're done. The, the thing's coming out soon. So it's like, that's all done. But, like, they had to shoot Jared Leto. You know, like, Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern are CG characters. They might be working on that all the way up until right Probably before the release. Probably because they're not making this movie for fans of Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter. They're making, they're making it. it for Batman fans. <laughs> and, for, and for Zack Snyder fans. And for fans who were like, I fucking couldn't wait for, for Suicide Squad. And it turns out it's lame, but I thought it was going to be awesome. And the most awesome part about it was Joker. Yeah. Who also got like cut out of that movie a lot too. Sure. But yeah. So my guess is they were just like, it's exciting to see Joker. And like, I think I, I remember hearing a rumor that uh, Zack Snyder said something to the effect of like, I need like one of the things he just shot that like was not part of the Snyder cut that he like shot specifically for this was the Joker because he felt like if he's going to if he's never going to do another probably Warner Brothers movie ever again. Um, I wanted to see Batman and Joker interact because they never get to in this universe. Mm hmm. 
And it's like, okay, fair enough. Can't argue with that, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, let's well, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Dark Detective, uh, Future State number three, uh, Future State Dark Detective number three. It's the other Batman book. It's, of course, Mariko Tamaki and Dan Mora. The Dan Mora art is great. The Tamaki writing is fun. Uh, it's hilarious because this is supposed to be like an older Bruce Wayne. He's not like Dark Knight Returns old. He ain't Batman Beyond old. He's more like two years in the future older. Like it's, he's drawn virtually indistinguishably from real Bruce Wayne and future state Bruce Wayne. Like, you right. know, there's no difference in his Yeah. Uh, but he, she ironically writes a more youthful voice for Bruce in this than I've ever heard him in a long time. Oh, maybe. She maybe, just infuses. Yeah, maybe, maybe his failure has just, you know. Has brought him back from the brink. It's really youthened him. Yeah. He's just like, oh, this is like when I was training. I, I remember like, you know, having nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Except and, for the fact that I could. Go home to my safety net of Alfred. And my yeah, but he didn't do that right away. Remember, no, he also know, trained and stuff. But, like, <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, I, I will say that, like, I remember I was very, I was very high on this book because I liked the idea of seeing Batman, like, retrain. Yeah. And, like, in an unfamiliar place. I am a little disappointed in the idea that he does use more tech. You know, like, I see him. Yeah, but he, but he is cannibalizing it from other tech. But, like... You know, he needed to see something from far away, and he uses these, like, special tech things that he makes. And he's like, ah, my tech isn't what it used to be. I wish I had more tech. And I'm like, I appreciate that, but I kind of wanted to see, like, a Batman who's set against this techno this technopolis. And he's, like, grabbing things and pulling them apart and being like, I can't see from that far away. I he, just need to go over there. He's got, like, a telescope, like a pirate. Right, like a like, pirate. He's like, yo-ho. I, I don't know. I thought that'd be kind of fun. But, I can't see shit. Yeah, I'm older, <laughs> and also I don't have I'm access older. to my stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It, otherwise, no complaints. It's just, <laughs> it's watching Batman try and take down the magistrate. There's a mystery. He's a detective. This is the issue where, where Tamaki's like, oh, right, I this issues this series is literally he's called a detective i got he we got a detective. he needs something. to detect so like a, a billionaire gets murdered and he's like why <laughs> and i'm like no <laughs> you are trying to take down the magistrate you do not give a shit but what's funny is of course you know this book is like over in one more issue or something yeah. so like my guess is the the murder of this billionaire will tie directly into take it to toppling the magistrate sure. and he'll pull this one thread you know via his detection and figure it all out mm -hmm. and so it's like it's fun and, like, you know, the, the noose is tightening on Batman's obscurity and anonymity. And he bumps into the next Batman. And it's like that time when Spawn showed up in an issue of Shadowhawk. Like, Man, it all comes back to Shadowhawk. It always does. Uh, who is not to be confused with Darkhawk, who we just talked about. Oh, which right. Which may have been the actual thing, and only because we naturally had that conversation. Oh, that's weird. But, like... <laughs> in 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 the Shadowhawk, I want to say it's number eight. I don't remember though. Uh, Shadowhawk is like dealing with an arsonist, and Spawn shows up for, and, and he's on the cover. And I remember like Wizard Magazine was like, "You gotta buy this." Spawn's in it. It's the hottest issue of Shadowhawk yet. He's in two panels. Spawn shows up. He's like, "There's an arsonist. Are you dealing with him?" And Shadowhawk's like, "Yeah." And Spawn's like, "Cool," and he leaves. That's how this is. Oh. Okay. Next Batman shows up, and he's like, "Hey, Batman," and Batman's like, "Hey, Batman." And then they leave. And you're like, okay. Batman. Batman. I think that if you were buying this and this was the current continuity, yeah. it would it would be exactly the same, but maybe it'd be more exciting, or maybe you'd be like you'd feel more let down. I don't know. Either way, it's just cheap. That's like that's like that moment in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, when they run into their counterparts. Yeah, like the super successful team runs into the actual protagonists of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
but uh <laughs> it's fun the art makes it even better but the writing is still is still solid and i'm looking forward to seeing tamaki's work on a main bat title Ooh. uh but no complaints is, about this is book dan going to that as well he better they would be they'd be very stupid not to bring him <laughs> i mean the fact maybe is maybe jim lee's like hey i went back in right yeah no <laughs> there's no way i'm in don't fire me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fire me. I'm an executive. Oh, look at all the executives who've been fired. Uh, Rab L, uh, been on an old back issues binge. Amazing content. Thanks, Rab. Aw, thank you. Wolf Dragon Musima helping us out. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very Wolf much. Wolf Dragon, good name. Uh, and let's move on. Next book. What do you got? Oh, guess what I read this week, everybody. If you guessed the X titles, then you're correct. Oh. They were all good. Right. The ones I read this week. I don't know where to start. Let's start X-Force. That's probably the one everyone actually wants to hear about. So let's not start X-Force. No. <laughs> I'm <laughs> learning. Let's talk about Sword. Sword, Sword. Number, Sword, Sword number, number three. three came out. It's a tie-in. Um, it's written by Al Ewing with art by uh, Valero Skeety, Ray Anthony Height, Bernard Chang, what? and Nico Leon. What? That's four artists. Yeah, I actually really didn't even notice. Oh, cool. Um... It's probably early on in the book. That's weird. Um, I guess to get it out on time. I I don't know, but there's like this gorgeous page. Whoa! <laughs> Who's the colorist on this book? Uh, fine question. The colorist is uh, Marte Gra Gracia. Oh, Marte Gracia! I know that name. Spectacular coloring on this book. They're good. I I uh, utterly spectacular. Um, if you are a fan of Manifold, this was the issue you wanted to pick up. <laughs> I think Manifold's on the cover. It's all about Manifold. Oh, sweet! It's actually, it's a cool, it's a cool... Manifold is a neat idea that I never know anything about, so I'm, I'm glad he's getting his due. Yeah, well, this is interesting because they're like, this is a tie into King and Black, technically. Yeah. <laughs> but we just, listen. We're just gonna do our sword issue. Sword just started, and two issues are tie-ins. So one of the two issues are going to be like more aimed at trying to push this story along yeah and that very much is what we do right um basically manifold like we get a little more explanation like manifold has like a mission to do but he wants to make a quick stop yeah and he wants to stop in australia okay which is where manifold is from right i was gonna say isn't he from there but i didn't want to sound like i like i was talking yeah, about my no, ass he's he's like a, a native of australia yeah um and so like, he starts to talk to his uncle and just to like kind of check in and like essentially it's like you know you know the this venom or this null presence is everywhere yes however like they're like seemingly not in australia like at least not in that area like okay. it's, it's covered over like there's no stars in the sky kind of thing mm -hmm. but they're like they don't want to come here yeah i'm like that's right it's more deadly there but that like it's confirmed though as like I've, every article i saw about this book Oh, there were articles about this issue? Literally just because it was like, uh, it's confirmed that uh, Australia still loves its X-Men. And that like, Australia still will back the X-Men regardless of how the rest of the world might feel about them. Okay. And Krakoa right now. All right, cool. Um, there's a character in this, like honestly, like I knew who Baz was, who's Manifold's uncle, mm -hmm. but there's another gentleman, there's an older gentleman, his name's Sammy. Mm -hmm. And like, he knows Iron Man. Okay. And so like, I was desperately trying to piece together who this might be, but he's in it for like three panels, so it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Manifold then leaves and goes on his, on his mission, which is to try to gain assistance for Earth. Mm. To help with Null. And so he goes uh, to where, to the Zinrix okay they're like they're lizard people ah they've been warring forever it's part of the snark war essentially it's like 
the leader of their people has perished and like all of their children know that and so they're all fighting each other to gain favor they steal powers to like help themselves yeah and so he comes to them being like listen to one of the brothers and i was like listen you have no planet right and so i know you're like kind of screwed and like everyone else is probably protecting their planet from null right now thinking Mm -hmm. that he like you know might come and get them but you don't have one so we'll trade two of our mutants powers they volunteered okay for you to come help us. All right. Seemingly, I don't know if they actually have their powers or not. I don't know, but it was like, they're like, no, we're down. Okay. But regardless, like, they want to do this. And he's like, yeah, the thing about that is I don't have a planet, like you said. And like, my sister, who was actually like my biggest threat, did and Null took care of her planet. He killed like this resource that she had. Mm. And so like, why would I kill Null when he helped me, basically? Oh. Because I don't have a planet. <laughs> he didn't do it on purpose. Right. It wasn't like Noel was like, I'm going to help this guy. Right. But like his his actions do help. And so he's like, I'm not going to help you with Null. Yeah. He's like, Null can kill everybody. And then like, I'll just build up from that. And blah. Okay. All right. And like, Manifold's like, cool. Enjoy your, your forever war. Right. I hope it brings you joy. <laughs> and like, he's like, joy. That's the earth word for, for snark. Or snark war or whatever. Whatever, buddy. But then, like, off panel, we see, like, a blade show up and is like, hey, it's time to die. <laughs> and that lizard guy dies. Okay. Off panel. And you're like, okay, cool. Right um, Manifold goes to his next stop, which is the Alpha Flight Space Station. Mm. Where he's looking for Peter Gyrick. Henry Peter oh, Gyrick. No. He's like, we gotta get him. Okay, yeah. He's gotta help out. So he shows up in, like, his dark office. He's like, hello? <laughs> Are you here? Right. Is anybody here? Nobody's. Well, he seemingly nobody is here. And then he hears abandoned. Then he hears a conversation going on, and like the conversation starts off with like, "Deal properly with the Krakoan problem." He's like, "Oh, okay." Mm -hmm. So what he sees is like Gyrick is like walking down the hall having a conversation with someone on the phone about how like, you know, like we gotta we figure out what we're doing like you know with this and like how we're going to deal with it and like since I'm the acting commander of Alpha Flight I'm also in charge of like Gamma Flight and all this stuff right mm-hmm. is that even still a thing I guess it is <laughs> um and so then Manifold we get a little explanation by Abigail Brand via like notes mm-hmm. in between like him doing certain actions of how his powers work and that like he doesn't teleport and like that's the thing people misunderstand right. apparently is okay. that like he doesn't just teleport he communicates with space and like can tell space to like fold in a way which allows him to travel places. Gotcha. Okay. And she's like, if you ask him about it, he'll say he's asking space. But mm. like, it's scary to think about, and I try not to. <laughs> but that like he can ask it to like fold around him to make him invisible or what have you. Oh, cool. Create like a little pocket for him to slip into, yeah, yeah. and so that's what he does in his office so he can hear the rest of the conversation mm. so he has like a file and like you know he's like yeah no i got like the plans and blah 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 and like i got the redacted version naturally and he's like no i didn't print it out i'm not that stupid he's like literally holding it in his hand uh-huh, uh-huh. so he like drops it on the desk so like he, he takes he takes a look at it and we're back to the orcas protocol yeah and i'm like damn i have not seen that in a while yeah, forever yeah that's awesome good <laughs> um so like he's like oh no so Garrick goes on and on about like you know like how like humanity is losing at the race and like nobody's like people are starting to notice that and blah 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 blah, and like Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to do something and he leaves Mm. and he misses one very key piece of information Mm. Garrick says my mole and sword only tells me so much oh no so now we know there's a traitor in sword but they don't know that but they don't know that because he left right like damn it 
So Manifold immediately returns. He's like, listen, like we got some, we got some issues here. And he explains that like Gyrick is like clearly working with Orcus because he saw the org chart and like, you know, <laughs> and like Brand is like, I get that that's a problem, but we have a way bigger problem because literally no one has returned from when we sent people down to Krakoa right. to deal with Null. And I can't talk to anyone. And like, so I need you to go down there and get them and find out what's going on. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. So he goes through the portal, and what does he see but Cable, like, nullified. <laughs> yeah. Um, with all of his, like, the team. And right, Magneto, right, right. like, strung up in a creepy tree. Oh, cool. And that's where we leave it. That, didn't we leave it last time with Rebecca? That's what I felt like, too. But, like, that's why, to me, like, this is like Ewing being like, I technically need to, like, continue the storyline, but I really need to establish certain things that, like, S.W.O.R.D. is actually going to be about dealing with, like, other threats yeah. to like Krakoa, including the fact that like you know Henry Peter Gyrick has his spy in sword. in sword. Orcus is still a problem, and yeah. like we need to deal with that. So I'm like, I kind of get it. I did feel like this was just kind of spinning its wheels in terms of its involvement with King and Black, yeah. but just waiting for it to be over. Kind of, if that's what it feels like. But like, I I like this series, and yeah, I yeah. I kind of just enjoyed hanging out with Manifold for a little bit. It was fun, and like that page of him going as he puts it everywhere mm -hmm. as like he makes his way to australia is just it's gorgeous yeah. the coloring on that is just spectacular that's awesome so, let's look them up some more yeah uh, i wanted to mention that wolf dragon musima also made a comment and i don't know if it was connected but since he did do a super chat i'm gonna read it anyway oh, yeah. during the current times back issues and good dragon ugly have been the most entertaining thing i've watched Aww. also has kept me has kept me maintaining my sanity during the lockdown oh well thank you thank, thank much, you for man. sharing that with us yeah yeah, yeah. um here we go uh nathaniel decker how much does liking a video help you in what way does liking help <laughs> uh, i don't know it's a mystery uh, it's a mystery but it seems like something that needs to be done and yeah. so uh, here's the thing according to uh youtube and youtube people uh you know they don't know they, they know everything but they don't know how to like warrant channels getting in front of the people who subscribe to them so well rather than use subscribers and subscriptions to do that they also use like likes and so if a video has like a proportionate amount of likes to views which is unheard of that apparently puts it up on like a higher echelon of priority but this is all speculation like no one at youtube and i've talked i've talked to mcns and youtube people like people who work for the company and nobody can give me a straight answer about it i always assumed it had to do with the fact that we've gotten comments before on videos of people being like i didn't see this in my list yeah like this didn't show up so i do wonder if it helps to push those this out is true there. like if you have like a hundred subscriptions like if you're subscribed to like just a ton of channels mm -hmm. um you, you will probably notice that youtube doesn't show you them all and uh, even if you click the, the bell to, no to get notified uh you don't know and uh, so, if you, but if you like more of those videos, you'll probably get notified or at the very least see more of them in your feed than you would normally. I will also say that, uh, having looked at some of our analytics, I will say that I think 15% of our viewers are actually subscribed to this channel. Well, not subscribe, the bell thing, right? No, no, no. subscribe. Oh, I And was... then also, oh no, and then there's 10% that are cl that have clicked the bell and get, and, thought... and got notified. That was notified. not the numbers you told me. Well, it's actually, yeah, it's pretty bad. But, like, 
We do get apparently like a hundred thousand or more unique viewers per week. Hooray! Uh, Hello, which is unique nice. viewers. Hello, uh, subscribe because you niqued up on us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had a, I had a. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Really tough. But yeah, but I do, I do want to use this opportunity mm -hmm. to, to let you know if you want to help us out in a big bad way, and you're not subscribed to like more than a hundred channels, even if you are subscribed anyway. But subscribe and click the bell and get notified to get notifications. So I promise you, you're only getting it like three notifications per week. Um, so yeah, uh, Noah Koo, how have how have you guys read JL Eight? Yes, I know Yale Stewart, not biblically, but we've met on a number of occasions. When we first started, we uh, you know we hit the convention scene. He was there a lot. Yeah, and uh, we chatted with him a little bit, and uh, we loved it back when it was called uh, what was it called before JL Eight? I don't remember. Little don't League. It's called Little League. I don't remember. All I know is like I know there's a little controversy. There is a little bit of controversy there's, about him. There's some controversy about him. But um, he is he is. But I, regardless yeah. of that, like I I the concept behind it, I love. I love the art the execution. And I, the there's like a specific like panel from yep. that that I adore the most. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's uh, Power Girl. Power Girl fawning over Bruce. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's Call, a great pairing. Calling him Dapper. Yeah. <laughs> no, just is Bruce. I think it's. I thought it was um, Clark. Yeah. 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 He looks dapper. Yeah. I was um, like, oh. Yeah. Uh, that that would have been a great idea for DC to have, like, set them up. So cute. Uh, Velton Grajficki. I'm sorry. He just calls a big fan. He's, he's a big fan, and I said his name wrong. Oh. Venton <laughs> says, uh, hey, Sal and Tiff, big fan. I was wondering, Thank has you. there ever been a comic book movie you've walked out on much love from the ATL? Thank you, uh, Venton. Um, I'm sorry about your name. Uh, it's a great name. I just can't say it. Um, but as far as walking out in a comic book movie, have I ever? I mean, like, I've never sat down and watched all of Batman and Robin. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> like, I did not. I have. It was, like, on TV. Yeah. So it was, like, one of those where I was like, eh, it's here. I'll watch scenes and then go, that's enough. No, I've seen the whole thing, beginning, middle, and end. Woof. Yeah. Um, well, if you think about it, who's in it? Arnold. No, but who are the, the main villains in that? Uh, Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Who are my favorite Batman villains? Yeah, those two. They got done dirty. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, but John Glover's in that movie. And uh, I don't know if you could see, but we like him a lot. There's a, there's a signed photo of him down there somewhere. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, did we walk out on any other ones? I don't think I, I've never... I, I don't think I've ever walked out on a movie. I have. We did. Domino. I wasn't there for that. Oh, well, I did. Uh, that was not me. I was after, I was like two thirds away through Domino, and I'm like, I gotta stop. Uh, Raj Patel, I'm glad Sword is being written by Ewing. He can successfully weave in King and Black to his greater cosmic plots. Can't wait to see what he has for us next. Stay warm, you too, Raj. Thank you very much, man. Cubenix can't stay for the whole episode at work. We'll catch the rest later. Snyder Cut looks like a different film, which is good. I'm optimistic. Thumbs up. I think a lot of people are on the same page as you, man. Noah Koo, and to what? And do we need a Snyder-directed JLA adaptation? Uh, we don't, but, like, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be great. Because uh, that's what Snyder needs to do next, is take the DC properties and just age them down. Uh, young Goku over 9,000. Hey, y'all, I got my first check at the new job, and I'm feeling the best way to use it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Better. Thank you, man. That's Con very, very generous of you. Congratulations. Make sure you save those pennies, though. That's right. Uh, 
Does Trust it... me, it's it's like not an easy thing to do, but like one day you're gonna thank yourself for That's it, right. even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. Trust me. Does it feel like DC didn't realize Future State would be a success? Also, are there any modern Nightwing runs that are bangers? Tom Taylor, save us, please. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people like Tom King's run on Grayson. Uh, the Nightwing Bloodhaven series is celebrated. I think that's Dixon. Um, so yeah, there. I mean, like, there's there's more good runs on Nightwing than bad. I and I feel like with Future State, it it feels like they're happy to find that some characters have succeeded, but I feel like DC's kind of like they just threw everything out there. Yeah, and they just didn't know. Like they're just like I don't know, maybe something'll work. Right. But like I I don't know. Yeah, I, they definitely didn't plan on it, but I think they were hoping it would be success. I think if it was five G, it would not have been a success. And I don't think this is even a success. I think it's just it's doing it's 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 not tanking. No, and but I think some books are proving to be successful in terms of like you know either new characters or like new writer artist teams yeah. that people are like oh right oh. Oh, they're good yeah. Jake Tylenol, in my opinion, Zack Snyder takes all the wrong lessons from the stories he seems to be inspired from. It feels like he uses these overly serious tones almost as a crutch to give the illusion he's saying something. Uh, I've heard that lobbied against him before. Uh, I can't find much to, dis to disagree with you. Um, yeah, uh, he, he certainly wants to make it feel like you're watching a big boy movie. Mm -hmm. uh, Joshua Stevens, as much as I'd love a Fabok drawn Marvel DC main event, Dan Moore's body of work is be wanting the executives at the big two to get out of their own way and have a Zdarsky Mora greenlit. Ooh. Hashtag savage. I agree, man. I'd love to see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine any of these people working today? An Asad Ribic, a Chichetto, a Dan Mora um, doing a, bar a Marvel DC crossover. Any of these characters would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'd also just be cool with like just like. Zdarsky and Mora doing something, whether it be like a Daredevil or a Spider-Man or, you know what I mean? Like, Agreed. Let Mora go over to the other side for a yeah. little bit. Let him do both. Yeah. He can do it all. Uh, Sean D, G, uh, so Sean D, chill, Sal. I'm trying, man. Thank you. Uh, Cliff Elor uh, wanted to know why you, did you stop writing your own book? If you don't mind me asking, just curious due to the fact that you're very knowledgeable. Thank you for Cliff. Uh, it's not that I stopped writing it. I ended it. Uh, with Garth Kirby, I didn't have a better idea. Uh, that's my book on comicsology and with Flight of the Binturong, which is our webcomic, flightofthebinturong.com. Check it out. Um, uh, I finished the story and I didn't want to, uh, the, the main reason is because it costs money. It costs a lot of money to make your own book. Uh, it costs all of the money. Like any, uh, whatever comic book costs, that's how much you got to pay. Mm -hmm. And you got to pay it yourself. Yeah. Uh, because it's not fair and it's bullshit to offer an artist exposure or to promise yeah, them a can't. percentage of sales, because no. like number one, sales will be zero. Number two, uh, you're you will not get an artist that's worth a damn to do it. Or if you do, the artist is not bound by any kind of obligation to finish the project. Right. Like it's, it's just it's also like that's their career. You have to pay them for yeah. that. You don't value their work. You got to pay them a value. Um, but yeah, I, I just didn't have the time or the money, especially back then when we first launched Comic Pop slash stopped making comics. I couldn't afford any of those things <laughs> like i couldn't afford it it was like it was like two three grand a book and it's like there's no way like i can't afford that <laughs> uh, especially with flight of the Binturong, where it wasn't a book it was designed as a comic a web comic mm -hmm. and it was like oh i'm 10 years late to the web comic scene again so like can't do that that's not gonna make us any money um and it's not all about making money but it's at least about trying to make make a break even where it's like oh it'd be great to get keep that strip going and it's like if we're not making anything, it's just me getting further and further into debt, which is not going to work for anybody. Right. Um, but thank you, man. I, I I would like to get back into it. We're, we're trying some new things. We'll see. 
John Broussard, uh, if they go do if they do the manipulator route with Wanda, I hope they make it Dormammu instead of Mephisto. Fighting the devil is such a <laughs> jump the shark, and Dormammu needs to be more than a big ugly head in MCU. I think okay, so yeah, I I, I agree with the because like so many people are like it's Mephisto, it's this, right. and I'm like that's just such a like yeah you don't you can't just you can't just say it's the devil. You can't just introduce Mephisto without something else to back it up. And right. I know you could be like, yeah, but Ghost Rider didn't. And it's like, yeah, but Ghost Rider was also its own universe. Yeah. Its own thing. Nicolas Cage, literally flaming skull guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's an easier leap to get to the devil from that mythos. Yeah. Which we haven't really introduced in the MCU. That's thing. We did it, of course, a little bit in S.H.I.E.L.D., but S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't count for anything in terms nope. of what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, with Dormammu, maybe I would also not that I want to take this away from Doctor Strange at all, but it'd be cool if it were Nightmare. Oh yeah, that'd be cool because Nightmare's supposed to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, so it'd be a great way to establish him, especially if Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange too. Right, or like maybe we don't know exactly who it is, or but we hint at the idea that it is Nightmare. But I agree with you that I they I wish they hadn't used Dormammu out of the gate. Like, that yeah. was such a misstep in my opinion, but I'm sure they thought maybe we're not going to get another one, but it, there's... That's just... That's a shame to me. I yeah. know, like, Nightmare is definitely, like... It, he's one of Strange's big bads, but, like, the idea of, like, if you're a Doctor Strange fan knowing that Dormammu's lurking and, like, waiting in the wings of the Dark Dimension and that you're working towards that, yeah. that's exciting and that's dope. Agreed. But, like, he's... We already saw him. There he is. Yep. And he looks ridiculous yeah i mean it's supposed to look ridiculous but like you know a little more than usual yeah uh the super casual pleb is giving us an adorable gif of a corgi giving us the number it's one flag a it's a shiva it's a we shiva do this Eno, every sorry. time <laughs> whatever uh but thank you very much thank you so much support. i love it i uh, love i love these little like his little gifts these little, yeah, little moving guys little i love them too dude. uh sean d what killed the dinosaurs uh me 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 <laughs> Uh, Kweku Akaye says, have you guys seen the new team for Ewing's Guardians? Uh, I've seen the Brett Booth, like, multiple team roster art, which is cool looking. Uh, the big thing is, like, I think Doom's on the team. Okay. That's, the, 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 that, the art I saw suggests to me that no gonna, one knows what the hell they're doing. Maybe they're going to deal with Doom, the evil living planet. Yeah, I think Aaron's going to put pull that out. <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, no. He's like, hey, that's bullshit. I'm Doom. Yeah. No, well, he's he becomes a little living planet. So he'll be like, I got to merge with, with Ego. Jalen Fanning, hey guys, has anyone thought maybe Baron Mordo could be behind WandaVision? All the end of Doctor Strange, he was talking about taking people's magic. Yeah, I think I think Marvel's done using him. <laughs> like, I think if he shows up anywhere, it'll be Doctor Strange. That's too. so because he's not anywhere. That's like that's so sad. Yeah, because Shuwitel Ejiofor is a great actor. He is. Baron Mordo is like one of Doctor Strange's main villains. Yeah, you know what it is? They definitely like they they nailed some things to Doctor Strange, and they definitely just went completely different ways with other things that yeah. didn't really set them up in my opinion to do certain key moments yes. like they're gonna have to twist things and and like reorient things and reorganize them to make some things work but yep. hey the thing about putting rintra in there yeah that's <laughs> pretty great before clea too good idea it's fine colin dolby can you deep dive the sandman before it hits tv love from uk we hey. did volume one maybe i don't i think 
here's the thing. What you're going to get from the Sandman TV show is you're definitely going to get the Sandman story, but Neil has made it abundantly clear that, like, he has no love for it, so he's no, just going to do whatever he wants. No, he does have a love for it, but that I, he has made it clear that he's going to change some things. Yeah. Like, whether it be, like, the nature of certain characters. Genders, races, that doesn't matter. But I also but think that he's going to change some plot points. Big time. Because he has to update it. Yeah. And so, I, I, we could talk about it for sure, but, and I think there will be, like, there's going to be connections and things are going to, like, definitely go in that flow. But, like, I think it's going to be, you know, just a different take on Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it's going to be more helpful or less helpful to know what it was. Right. Or some people are going to be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dakari Garman, for always being great. Keep on rocking with a bicep. Thank you very much, Dakari. Uh, Appreciate it. I struggled to get my water bottle open. I need to do something <laughs> with, my, with my ability to be athletic. <laughs> Alex Cash gives us a T. Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maybe Alex. there's more somewhere in There here. might be more. I'll try to find you. Uh, but thank you very much, man, for your support and for everything. We really appreciate it, dude. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Transact guy, will the Corridor wear comic pop shirts? Absolutely not. There's no way we, they know who we are, nor do they like what we do. Uh, we, we travel in very different circles. I don't even know them. It's not even like... Uh, you know, like Jack uh, Packard, who we've worked together, you know, where it's like there might, you know, there might be a sticker somewhere in that office. Like, no. Mm -hmm. no, 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 the corridor guys don't know me. I just watch their shows and go like, oh, mm -hmm. teach me more about special effects. <laughs> uh, Transact, oh, he asked that question. Thank you very much. And just some guy with a mustache, Quill. Why is he here? Philovel, this isn't Iron Man. <laughs> Doing with a Frank mustache. I'm Doctor Strange. Philovel, oh, hi, Doctor Strange. That's great. Quill's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alex. J no, just a tea. Yay. Enjoy it. Thank you. I like uh, that tea. So what else we got? Uh, let's talk about Excalibur. All right, Excalibur it is. Excalibur came out this week um, and, you know, was cool. Yay. Um, <laughs> it deals with the return of, of uh, Betsy Braddock. It's written by Teeny Howard with art by Marcus Tell. Yay. Um, and essentially, Rogue's like, is that really her? Right. Or is it like a different one? Yeah. And like Rachel's there and she's like, yeah, I think it's her. I mean, it looks like her. But like, I really can't go that deep into her mind because she don't want me to right now. Okay. Because, like, she, come on, she, she needs a minute. Yeah. Rogue's like, yeah, but, like, we're, like, besties, and I got to tell you right now, that, that woman down there standing on the water scares me. Mm. And that should not be. Like, yeah. that's not how it should go down. Right. So, basically, Rogue's plan is, like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. No, no, I'm sorry. Rachel's plan is, give me your hand. And, oh, Rogue's? Yeah. Oh. And you can take some of my powers. And then I'm going to go back to Krakow because I don't want to hang out here. <laughs> and you can just keep I'm missing out on an orgy right now. <laughs> I really need to go. Um, she's like, I'm not in this book, so i got to leave. And, <laughs> Even though I'm literally a member of Excalibur. Yeah, but like, I don't want to be... A, I, listen, you guys got weird. Teeny Howard wants to use a different team. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not part of this. But wait, wait, Rachel's like me and Kurt and Megan and... Megan shows up in this book for a second too. And Kunlun are all going to go over there and hang out. She, yeah. um, Cunlan. Yeah, there's a guy named Cunlan, I think. Oh. It's like named after the place. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so then Emma shows up and is like, you were hiding Betsy from us. What gives? Mm. We really needed her because they're trying to deal with other world deaths and the idea that like, um, maybe they could work with, uh, Saturnine to like prevent that from occurring mm -hmm. or do something about that so they send like a decree to her to be like hey could we come and chat with you or have you come to us and she's like she angrily requests her quill and yeah. parchment and sends a letter that's like unfortunately no 
because like I've got a lot going on and honestly what normally would happen would be you would send your questions to Captain Britain but you guys don't have one right now mm. so no we won't be talking <laughs> <laughs> God I'm damn like, it. you're just God <clears throat> you're in this book for like two panels and I'm like I hate you yeah get out of here <clears throat> um but Emma's like but we do have a Captain Britain so we could be like let's go and they're like listen she's had a rough couple days yeah and like rogue's like i don't even know if it's her right right so kind of like a big family dinner like you know richter and gambit and rogue and jubilee and shogo and gambit's twelve thousand cats yeah um and they keep trying to invite betsy up and she won't come up and then betsy's niece wanders through the portal mm. that's there and it's like oh <gasps> and runs back through and gets brian oh yeah because it goes to other world and yeah. so like i guess like Brian and his family are living over there. Okay. And he's like, where's my sister? And Rogue's like, okay. okay. So I didn't tell you about this mm -hmm. because we didn't know if it was her. Right. Or, and he's just really upset. And then Megan shows up. She's like, what's happening? <laughs> Why am I in this book? <laughs> Why am I here? All right, I'm taking my daughter and we're leaving right. this book. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian decides he's going to like chill at the lighthouse and like just you know see if his sister wants to talk to him mm -hmm. and like rogue's like yeah no it's just she doesn't seem like herself and he's like you don't think it's her and she's like am i crazy and he's like no it right. doesn't seem like it's her okay cool and she's like okay cool thank gosh <laughs> all right so i'm gonna leave so then betsy like uses her powers to to send brian back to Av like back to avalon okay where, you know he like, does his thing don't get too excited yeah so he leaves but like he's a person so he has to use the gate so she has to let him through essentially yeah so then she uses her powers to tag rogue mm -hmm. and she goes to krakoa okay um so in the morning rogue's like all right so brian's gone and we gotta figure out where betsy went i think i know where she went because she tagged my brain last night and so i'm gonna go back to krakoa and try to find her richter's gonna go with her mm -hmm. gambit gets duty of going to avalon to talk to jamie to see if brian's back there okay. and figure out how he got there because he can't use the gate on his own like right. did his kid come through did mm -hmm. betsy send him whatever so we get to see like jamie dealing with gambit yeah and gambit dealing with jamie and that's kind of fun because mm -hmm. like Gambit's pretty cool about it like oh. he's just like and he totally like he tom holland's up the interview where he's just like <laughs> he's like hey did brian come through here was betsy with him mm -hmm. he's like betsy my sister is she alive oh and he's like oh, oh I'm, an, I'm, pick a an, card. <laughs> I'm an awkward seal right now <laughs> and he's like oh yeah no okay cool he's like it's not like i i didn't make one yeah so it's not me and then it turns out he's like i mean i did but it's just a body there's like nothing in it like i made a betsy oh just in case i needed it okay like jamie made one oh. on his own He's like, but I didn't fill it with anything yet. It's just like an empty husk, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Gambit also finds that Morgan Le Fay is still there. Okay. And he's like, this is bad. Yes. He's like, on a we lot of levels. Yeah. One, Kobanakaba, not happy. Yeah. And maybe if we just gave her back, that'd be better. He's like, yeah, but she's dangerous, so we can't do that. And Apocalypse mm -hmm. said not to. He doesn't say that, but that's obviously what yeah. it is. And like Gambit's like, also, I'm not cool with you just having a woman strapped down. Like that, yeah. no. I'm, I don't know if you know this. I'm Gambit. <laughs> I want to help all the ladies. Uh -huh. um, so basically, Jamie's like, no, check out this Iron Maiden. This is where I have Betsy. And he opens up the doors and he's like, huh. She's gone. There was a body in here. And mm -hmm. uh, that's oh weird. God. Right? So you're like, cool, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, on Krakoa, um, 
Rogue and Gambit make a quick stop, or not Rogue and Gambit, Rogue and Richter make a quick stop uh, to where Apocalypse was, like, studying magic and stuff like that. And, like, he oh, started no. writing down this history and stuff, and, and like... And Morgan Le Fay? Wasn't he experimenting on her? Yeah, in Otherworld. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie still has her there. Oh, she's still strapped up and everything? Yeah. Mm. And that's why Gambit's like... This is what... This is, this is all... Everything's bad. Yeah, yeah, What you're doing here is bad. <laughs> but, like... You're Jamie Braddock and I'm Gambit, so I don't really have a right. shot here. So yeah. I'll just chastise you verbally and then, and then leave immediately. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Fair. And essentially, like, uh, Richter's kind of going through some stuff. And then we get, like, a letter that's, like, Richter turned in some stuff that was written by Apocalypse in, like, a different language. And, like, it turns out it's, like, about having a will and testament and being on Krakoa because you don't really need that anymore. Right. But he still kind of has one because... Mm -hmm. He realized, I guess, beforehand what was going to happen in Ten of Swords. And so right. he's like, I'm not going to be here. I have some things to set up mm. and some affairs to take care of. And so I leave everything to Richter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, like, now he's in charge of all of this magic and, like, you know, like, history and all of, like, whatever apocalypse, like, going on. And, like, yeah. Rogue's like, uh-huh. And then Betsy shows up in her Captain Britain outfit and attacks Rogue and seemingly is going to like kill her right. and that's when Psylocke shows up and like you know saves Rogue and is like well you're right that's not her yeah like that's for sure right and that's it okay like so you're like okay Betsy is back but it's not Betsy right someone else is in there right okay. or whatever yeah. I don't know so we'll see cool but I like the idea that like obviously Apocalypse and his machinations knew what was going down and so he left it all to Richter and clearly has some other plan yeah so there you go cool um if you want we can also talk about x-force yeah which was just super fun honestly yay um this is x-force was a book i hadn't really been picking up but recently no. kind of jumped back into it's written by benjamin percy with art by uh joshua I'm trying to zoom around my finger uh kasara mm -hmm. uh it, it's this this specific issue was about quentin choir okay yes Omega, yes and phoebe is there as well mm-hmm um, this starts off with a super fun set of images and it's just Quentin for three pages and his various deaths that he's had. Okay. Since coming to Krakoa, he's like, I always seem to die. Right. It's always me. Mm -hmm. Right. The, my favorite one was with a, like, um, <laughs> a grizzly bear that looks like, um, Weapon X. <laughs> just so much fun. Nice. Um, especially if like, you're like Quentin Choir, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just yeah you just watch him die over and over again and yep. like part of him's like maybe i want to because i want to be reborn and so i keep trying to do it mm -hmm. like this way yeah um there's a mystery afoot in that like seemingly krakoa is under attack in the sense of like bad publicity okay where like three different things have recently come up that like people are trying to blame mutants for sure and like they're all being like obviously like orchestrated by right and any one of those things would be a massive x-men event but instead we're just going to deal with all three of them at once in a small arc from this book kind of it's like one was like you know these group called sapiens are like saying that um oh like like the mutants are putting this like uh mind control organic into our medicine like into the medicine we're giving people and uh -huh, like yeah Beasts, like, we could very easily prove that that's not true, but if we did that, then we'd give away what's in it, right. essentially, so that people could recreate it themselves. We can't even do that, so we yeah. can't deal with that one. Sure. Um, then there was, like, a, one of the members of the Sapiens, like, threw himself out a window, mm -hmm. and so they're saying it was an assassination 
on that guy from the mutants, but he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing we can do about that. And then there was a cruise ship that was like, there was a mass murder on it. And like Quentin Quire ends up going out there um, to investigate that. And when he gets there, like it's messed up. And there's like a little girl there. And then like, you know, he has this moment where like he sees something, we don't see what it is. And then he wakes up on Krakoa in like one of the egg chambers. Right? Oh, okay. And like Phoebe's there and she gives him back his memories. And essentially like, you know, she gives him all the stuff of like, the two of them in particular. So okay. we see them all like, you know, you know, taking selfies together and like there's like they've got like one holiday sweater that they're wearing together. Okay. It's like two like yeah, they're doing all the things. They're mm-hmm. building a snowman and like, you know, watching a sunset and whatever. Mm-hmm. We also see that like Quinn Choir keeps asking the five every time he dies to change little things here and there. Like, for example, like changing his hair from rose gold to pink and then from pink to rose gold. And then to like not have his hair grow on specific places on his face so he doesn't have to shave anymore. And maybe he'll get rid of his toenails because those are annoying. And they're like, no, we need Professor X to say stop. Right. You know, and it's just like, I like that. In like, like at first I was like, oh, that's just funny. Ha ha ha. But then as you go through this issue, you realize that's like evidence of Quentin's like trying to fix something with external frivolous changes to his life yeah when there's like a deeper need for change that he's afraid to address totally and i'm like that's That's cool cool. like that's cool um quentin decides to like go to new york with phoebe to investigate what happened on the ship he's like i need to know what happened how did i die yeah like how did this all go down Mm -hmm. right so like there are three survivors from the ship they go there and like they all claim that they were killed by mutants Mm. and so when they check the first guy he's got like slashes on his body and like he sees wolverine right but it's like a monstrous version of wolverine and like when quentin looks at the the scars he's like the spacing isn't right for wolverine's claws okay and then like he goes to a woman who's blind yeah and like she says her eyes are pushed in by colossus and he and she sees or he sees a monstrous version yeah Yeah. and then there's a little girl and he sees a monstrous version of himself and he's like i don't get it Mm -hmm. he's like what did i do right and she's like, I don't think you did anything because, like, when you died, like, I checked him with healer. He doesn't know I did, but, like, I watched him, like, basically do an autopsy on you and your head was ripped off. Mm. Like, I don't think it was you. And, like, oh, you were filled with, like, glutamate, which is, like, the chemical for fear. So she's like, I don't think it was you. There's something else here. Yeah. And she's like, you know, the fact is, like, she decides that they're going to have a discussion about their relationship right then and there. Sure. And she's like, you keep part of your mind locked away and you won't let me in. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, you know, he shows like how like his parents didn't like care for him and thought that he was weak. And so did everybody at school. And like, so he just, he's never grown up. Yeah. And she's like, maybe it's time that like you were less kid and more Omega. Maybe it's time for you to like get over yourself. Right. And like, let's do that with a makeover kind of thing. Hmm. She's like, you dress oh, like... Oh, not just unlocking that part of your mind? No, but like, she's like, you dress like a human. Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Like, why don't you dress like... Why don't you have an X-Men costume? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't like why don't you use it's mutant like, Because fashion? I don't need to wear that shit all the time. Right. Well, no, but like, he very specifically dresses like he's not part of them. Yeah. Um. And so, like, they, they go and um that guy with the multiple arms is there. Okay. Uh, um, Who I believe dresses Emma Frost. Ah. And um, Jumbo Carnation and she basically asked him to come when they were in the hospital because she knew where their like where their conversation was already going to go yep so they go through a couple of different um 
changes for him. Okay. Which yeah. are hilarious. I've seen those, yeah. One of them is, it's too pouchy. Yep. He's it got just a, looks it's like a cable, cable. <laughs> Yeah. They're great. Um, And then he, they settle on one. Oh, cool. And it's like dope looking. I, like I actually it. very much enjoy his, yeah, yeah. his new X-Men costume. Agreed. Um, while he's looking in the mirror, he sees like a monstrous version of himself for a mm, moment. And then okay. there's like a scream off panel. And like they see that um, like Carnation has like glowing pink eyes, almost like Quentin's taking control of him. And you're right. like, what is happening? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to remember the, the Zeno, the peacock, like wearing villains from like early, oh, yeah. like Dawn of X kind uh-huh. of stuff. Yeah. Oh. They seemingly have just tanks of like pieces of I'm gonna guess mutants, mutants. and maybe they're utilizing their gotcha. abilities. And so like the next issue is teased that like when they get back to Krakoa, they're going to be fighting a monstrous version of Quentin Quire. That's cool. And I'm like, that's neat. That's a neat idea. This is a neat idea. It, it, it you know you got these X Men that keep dying. Are they collecting all the pieces? Yeah. I don't know, especially when you come to X Force. But like, you know, there are some like ridiculously like silly over the top moments in this, you know, in terms of like, you know, we'll have a makeover Mm -hmm. and like, you know, which is again, another superficial thing, but like has a deeper meaning in a sense, like transitioning to being actually part of a team and part of the family. Yeah. Um, But then you also have like that realization that like Quentin really is trying to be as superficial as possible because he doesn't want to deal with things. Yeah. That's fun. Well done. Right. So cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about Eternals too? Yeah, let's not get too deep into it. I don't want to get too deep um, into it. It's really well written. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's written by Kieran Gillen with art by Saad Ribic. Yeah, it, it is just a super like well written bit of like prose. Like yes, like it, it's. But if you're not a fan of the Eternals, I don't know. I don't. I, right, you're probably not going to dig this. Yeah, I, I guess because you, you really have to. Dra- you, you know, it, it feels like you're dragging your feet a little bit to be like. I don't care about these characters or this universe. So that said, if you are interested in the Eternals and like feel like there's no way you can jump into this without knowing about their history, this issue two has an infographic that explains like the connection between the Eternals and Thanos in a very concise and understandable way. It cuts out a lot of the, you know, other stuff that if you want to find out more, you could, but it gives you like a, like connect the dots to that outcome. We talked about it a little bit when we did Neil Gaiman's Eternals, but this is like a really great, like, Hey, yeah, this is how we get there. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's cool. Like the, I think that the Arabic art gives it more gravitas. Yeah. Cause otherwise it would just feel, I I think it's funny how like the marriage between art and writing and comics is so important. Mm -hmm. So integral to making a book work or not like gillen's narrative could feel like more pretentious if it didn't have the right art mix with it yeah or because you know the art might be cartoony and it's like well what the hell you do it's supposed to be a joke Mm -hmm. you know but it's there's something deeper to it you know there's a mystery about like who's talking and the plan and all this stuff and it's like that's interesting there's a lot of interesting work being done and of course like this book probably is selling like shit so i'm sure it'll be canceled after like six issues so it'll get a chance for for gill and gillen to really narrow it down and give you a six issue like eternals book yeah but the fact is like there is some really cool things going on in here and if you like the idea sort of of Krakoa just in general. Yeah. That's kind of what the Eternals have been. They've been always. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and they oh, you mean a group of like fringe 
humanoids that have powers that live on earth but have their own little area and they can't die because they get resurrected by like a thing yeah, yeah. by like a resurrection sort of protocol mm -hmm. and like they have like you know folk who can come back and folk who can't come back yeah yeah so if you like that concept you might enjoy this because this is definitely dealing with that specific part of their um mythos mm -hmm. and what if they didn't have it yeah any longer what would happen yeah so it's cool uh, Price 8040 for the Eternals. My only experience being the back issues you guys did. I really enjoyed issues one and two, and I'm looking forward to three. Yeah, honestly, like if you did re read Neil Gaiman's Eternals, that's kind of all you need. They'll fill in the blanks here and there of like kind of what they've been up to yeah. a little bit. Um, but... I think that that feels a little more epic than this, though, than the, the Gaiman one. Oh, you get for sure. But I, I feel like Kieran Gillen is paying attention to that. He's paying attention to their history overall, Agreed. but I think he's definitely like resting on the popularity of that specific that's run. right that's right so uh yeah before we go uh and move on to the next thing are there any other books i think we covered them all i uh, also believe that we covered them but all. uh if you wanted to win this is your last chance hashtag savage you can, we're gonna pick three winners uh, if you're here to the end uh you can live anywhere in the world the only thing is i gotta be able to email you so uh email me your your information and then we'll uh we'll work it out uh, I'll send your info over to Valiant, and they'll take care of the rest. So uh, before we do, what's that? <laughs> so before we go, uh, before we move on to the next thing, I wanted to do some recommendations. We'll talk about what is the uh, oh the trailer. We talked about the trailer. Yeah, Snyder Cut. That's the thing. That's literally the title of this episode. Right. I'm sorry, I forgot about it because it's just so forgettable. No, uh, the, <laughs> the the Snyder Cut is here. Uh, I'm one of the few. I'm, I'm one of the many or few, depending on who you watch, uh, YouTube comic book people who uh, in the very beginning was like, "There is no Snyder Cut. Don't worry about it. Like, let it go. Move on." Uh, you know, proof positive. You know, if you don't move on, uh, if you piss and moan loud enough, you'll get what you want. But like, it turns out that there actually was like more to. Uh, Snyder's vision, as there is with any movie, you know, you shoot like five hours of movie, you whittle it down to two hours, and you put out a movie. Yeah. Um, as as it turns out, uh, you know, Whedon used a lot of his reshoot money to reshoot most of the movie. That there is like a new narrative that like, and, and because it's on a streaming service, it's being tested. That trillions of dollars were invested in anyway. It's like there's no incentive not to make like the to put literally all of the movie into the movie or every deleted scene, regardless of flow, narrative structure, or like pacing. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna get the most complete or overly complete movie you could possibly hope for with this cut. Uh, the trailer is actually doing a nice job, at the very least, I think, of giving you the impression that this will be a different, I don't know, story mm -hmm. than the last one. Story gonna be the same, superficially speaking. There's there's moon men from the stars. They're gonna mess everything up. They're gonna put boxes together. Justice League's gotta form and fight them. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is speculation regarding reshoots and extra stuff, particularly the Joker uh, and, and, and references to that. And the and what the audience gravitated towards the most when the first cut was justly came out, mm -hmm. right? Because they're like, oh man, that nightmare scenario was super dope. Superman's a badass and a, and a, and a killer. Everything I've always wanted. Batman is wearing a trench coat. Again, everything I've always wanted to see. Uh, the world's ruined and destroyed. Exactly what I've always wanted. So, and parademons galore. Plus, maybe Darkseid. That's all people want. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be that Snyder's like, most of the movie is going to be the nightmare thing. Or he's like, the, the one thing everyone agreed that, li that I listened to liked mm -hmm. was the nightmare stuff. So I'm going to really lean into that. Sure. Who knows? 
Uh, I have some speculation about what the movie is going to be. Uh-huh. And I think it's going to be completely restructured from what it was originally. Yeah. And like, okay. So folks, either side of this. Right. Whether you are. Whether you're for it, whether you're against it. And I don't think anybody's really against the Snyder Cut at this point. Well, all right. So like, whether you're for it or whether you don't care about it. Right. They, that's, that, really, that's it. Whether, you, whether you're fanatically devoted to it or whether you have casual disinterest yeah, in it. Yeah. Regardless of that, the movie you're getting now isn't going to be the movie he would have done back then. Regardless. Absolutely not. And here's why. Before you at me. Yeah. because they're Well, they're going to at you they're anyway. They're at me. They're already at they're me. They're going to at you because they're not going to get what you're about to they're, say. I know. But the fact is, like, regardless of how you feel about Mr. Snyder... He's a creative. Yes. And he's had a lot of time in between then and now. And so he's a different person. Than he was. Than he was then. And if you ask a creative person to start a painting, write a story, compose a piece of music, create a film, Mm -hmm. anything like that, four years ago, five years ago. Right. However long ago. Three, four, yeah. Right. And then you ask them to do it again now, it's going to be different. Right. Because creative people tend to grow and change over time based on moments that have happened in their lives, um, just in general progress in their creative careers well, and their artistic journeys. Yeah, and especially pivotal moments in their lives. Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide during production of that movie. Yeah. So there could be a completely different like thing he wants to say about yes. life, about people, about everything that was not present in the previous movie. Yes. And... You will, so you got the creative aspect. Yep. You also have the business aspect of, oh, sure. we just focus tested the movie we made. No, I know. And it didn't take. No, I know. So I'm just going to take everything that everybody has said for the last four years that no one liked, excise that, yep. do maybe the opposite or not that, right? and just give you something else. Yeah, so regardless of that, it is 100% going to be different. Right. It's going to be different. Because and that's he's, fine. He's like, in a different place. Yeah. He's in a completely different place. Uh, whether it be creatively from a business standpoint Either or way. just just from influence in general. Totally. So it's going to be different. And like, you know, he has the benefit of time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and hindsight. And hindsight. <laughs> and, he has, and he has the benefit of also being like, that wasn't even, that movie that I shot, that wasn't even my movie. That right. was somebody else's movie. Right, right. So like anything that sucks, mm-hmm. I can just blame on that. <laughs> Like, it literally has a different person's name attached to it. No, it's true. It's true. But, like, I just want folks to keep that in mind because it's, like, you know, what you're seeing is the product of, like... It's not, like, what you would have gotten in 2017. Yeah. That doesn't mean there aren't shades of it and there aren't, like, he had notes and there are there is actual footage there, but, like, it's a different product. Yeah. It's a different... It's a product of a different time, a different mindset. Yeah. And, like, for what good, for bad, for neutral, for ridiculous, for whatever, like... It's coming out, and it's going to be four hours long? Yeah, I think four. With an intermission? With an intermission. With an intermission. Which you don't really need, because, like, it's not coming out in theaters until it does. Well, I but, mean... Like, it, because my intermission's my pause button. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to... I don't need to. I don't need to be told well, where the where could, the break is. The intermission could also be just at a place where it's like, no, no, now, now is, is a good now break. is the time. And I like that idea, and it could be used really cleverly. Because here's the thing: it could also just be dope. Who says we're covering for Whedon? Are you fucking for real? I'm sorry. I don't, I don't normally do this. But, like, that's just... I love how everyone who does any kind of review in any kind of context, particularly when it comes to comics or movies, has to, like, go, let me give you, like, 20 minutes of preamble to cover my ass to explain what a subjective thought is. And then someone's like, I misinterpreted what you said, and I'm going to fucking say this. And it's like, you're, you, you, you're going to miss everything cool and die angry. 
And it's like, <laughs> shut up. Like, no one's covering for Whedon. I'm literally saying that fucking Snyder can blame everything on Whedon. That's not covering for Whedon. No. Whedon just... doesn't need me to cover for him. Motherfucker's like got enough Me Too shit up his ass to like, to, to, to cover his entire career. Yep. He doesn't, you know, whatever. But shut up. So <laughs> as far as the trailer goes, you know, it's like fine. I'm glad you didn't so, use Hallelujah again. I will say what I what I feel like was a misstep in terms of specifically for Snyder yeah. was showing Joker ahead of time. Yes. Because like it felt like that moment at the end of the trailer was meant to be his mic drop, but yes. it was all over the place. Yeah, but he we all knew. It. He released it on his own, and I was like, that's a shame. Yeah. Like regardless, again, regardless of how you feel about it, it I could have been like, a cool moment. I felt the like trailer building to that moment, and it was kind of like, ah, oh, we already saw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that the fact is, that's we don't like the world today doesn't watch movies like that. Mm-hmm. People don't want to be surprised yeah. anymore. Like that, those days are over. Nobody wants to have a genuine reaction to anything anymore. I they guess. watch other people yeah, have genuine yeah, reactions yeah. to that shit because like. That would have been a genuinely cool moment. I wasn't, like, disappointed because, number one, meh. Number two, like, I watched the trailer. You know, like, if I if I wanted to be surprised by everything, I just would have lived in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. But who knows? The thing that really people are taking away from that moment is the we live in a society line, which I think is, like, surprisingly, oddly, like, catching. Like, I, I was blown away by people's insistence on that line. Because if I had not seen it trending, I didn't and I just seen it. the trailer, right? It's so like blink and you'll miss it, or 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 hear something else and you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. But like, if I didn't know it was trending, I wouldn't have thought twice about it because the his name is the Joker, <laughs> a, the the kind of creative that Zack Snyder is to have the Joker. At the end of the world, say we live in a society, is like the height of irony. It is like the absolute pinnacle of what Zack Snyder thinks the Joker would say. Mm-hmm. And so, like, people are like, I can't believe he's like gamer gating, or I don't know what the hell people's interpretation of what he's saying is. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, we live in a society is like a George Costanza meme. And I know that, like, it's, it's attributed to, like, people who, you know, like, worship Heath Ledger's Joker. But at the same time, it's meant to be ironic. It's yeah. a joke. And Snyder's also a very self-aware person who like wants to target people who say bad things. Like, I bet Superman either never snack naps neck snaps anybody or he neck snaps 17 people in this movie. <laughs> like just to just to say F you to everybody. Sure. But like, I think it's just a weird joke. And I don't think it's worth the hype or the effort that's being put into it by the meme culture. But uh, otherwise, like, you know, the trailer showed you different stuff. And I think that the structure is going to be very different from what it was before. And uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm in part, like, actually excited to see it. Because I want to see, like, I've never seen a movie like this before. That's going to be on the poster. I've never seen a, <laughs> I've never seen a movie like this before, Comic Pop. Well, literally be- nothing. Be- this, is, this movie is... Is almost created like with time travel. That's right. Like, <laughs> there is no, there is no other movie in human history where someone's like, well, they made like most of the movie, and then they like gave it to somebody else, and they made a different movie, and then they released that, and so, and no one liked it, and like, and and then a, a freaking culture grew out of his out of worship for this creative, and they like 
badgered the studio into making it and the studio spent trillions of dollars and got acquired by another telecom company mm -hmm. and so they needed to freaking make something that was going to get people to sign up for HBO Max so it literally none of the letter writing campaigns actually did it it was just like the desperation of having people need to sign up for HBO Max that made this thing came into reality because they're like oh I guess like tens of thousands of people want to freaking watch this if we get tens of thousands of people to sign up for this stupid thing we made like I guess people will watch it Ew. so like but like that's the world we live in in which like that's right. how the Snyder Cut came to existence like I've never seen another movie made but a, a movie made twice by the same person you know what I mean made for a, and, and not made in the same sensibilities that movies are made because like if Snyder was given another chance he'd still have to make like a 90 minute theatrical cut you know or at the very least a two and a half hour long theatrical cut but this is like no it's coming out on a thing that like is untested even though it's been tested by netflix for like 20 years but like <laughs> it's untested by us right right and so it's like we're just gonna put out this thing and it's like that's kind of amazing and remarkable and i can't wait to see it nice saw somebody mentioned it was like the donner cut the donner cut don't freaking count the donner cut was a directed dvd movie it's hobbled together it looks like shit no i was i would say that you know it, it's more akin to like watching the Lord of the Rings uncut or like, you know, the director's cut and then the extended editions yeah, or like the theatrical, the extended editions where it was like before the Hobbit movies, they like did theater theatrical releases were like, here's all of them. Yeah. 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 So it's like a ton. So for some folk, like that's too much movie for them. And yeah. So probably, they, that's all they want. And so for folk who are like excited about this, I'm sure they're like, I don't four hours. I don't care. Right. I'll take I, six hours. 12. Care. Why not? I will say I am shocked shocked that hbo didn't demand that this was released weekly yeah to try to get two months of well they tried they started i know i know i'm just shocked that they yeah. didn't push on that i don't know i don't know maybe they have another maybe they have another thing coming out afterwards Perhaps, but like you know people are gonna sign up for this for to get this yes what's gonna happen the next month right well i'm i'm guessing that there's some mechanism in place or maybe they're like it would be disingenuous to to put like a thing in there where it's like if you sign up in like the month it comes out you are signing up for a two-month thing no <laughs> like, i know no but like if they had done it in the like pieces they would have to like and they timed it at the right part of the month they would get first month and, and then the another month. month yeah i mean they did the same i think they did Unless that with wonder days, woman and then it doesn't matter yeah i think they did that with wonder woman as well where it's like you can't cancel or you have to gate get both of them or something like sure that. there was a thing in place they're gonna do the same thing with godzilla and kong like who knows yeah um I'm glad it's gonna be four hours. I like more movie. Like for me, I like long movies. I'm like movie, yeah, more. Sometimes like, I do, sometimes I don't. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it depends. You know, like when AI came well, out, I, I was think, like, yeah, three, four, five endings, give it to me. I think it depends on you know someone's availability. You right. know, there are some weeks where I'm like, I could totally do that, and yep. then there are other weeks where I'm like, I, I ain't only got, have like I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is like in in the line of work where we are in, it'd be irres not irresponsible, but it'd be like. Oh, we have to watch it'd be, it. It'd be technical suicide to not cover it or to wait a month to see it. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to have to set aside four hours to watch this movie. Uh, that isn't really a movie. Uh, it's more like a series or like a, or like a, a marathon or something. Mm. But like, I, you know, like, congratulations are in order. He got to make the movie that, not that he wanted to make, but that he got to want to make. Mm. And that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, hopefully more creatives are given the opportunity to redo their movies over again. See, I... Like, like David Ayer, I apparently. don't want that. Yeah, because I'm like... Because it's like, you know when I first started seeing this shit? You know what I'm going to say? George fucking Lucas. I know. And it's like, hey, don't ruin Star Wars. And it's like, yeah, well, now it's been so, like, far removed that, like, the, the, the re-releases or the special editions are like, oh, no. Like, people have, like, 
fondness Wait, for that. And I know, I know we've joked about this whole, like, release the whatever, but they should release the uh, Lynch uh, Fire Walk With Me cut. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, we basically saw, I because when we saw the movie, we're like, what the fuck? And then we saw, like, a 45-minute long, like, trailer of just a, a, a playlist of just the deleted scenes. But you cut out, like, two hours this movie! Yep. It was over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where is the... Yeah, hey, HBO Max, you're the guys who have Fire Walk With Me. Where's the Lynch cut? Fire Walk With Me, where it's like four hours. And yeah, it's just, and it's like, just season two and a half. Yeah, and it's like, oh, hey, there's the rest of the movie that makes a little more sense. It really did make a lot more sense it having did. seen those. It doesn't, still wasn't great. But. Yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> it, it's a weird it's a weird world we live in, and it's only getting weirder, and I'm excited to see it because like, I am kind of like, wow, like... There's a thing that I never thought would happen, that I never expected, that I can't imagine how it's going to change. And, and like, here's the thing, like, it could bomb. And bomb, I mean, like, no one signs up for HBO Max, right? There's two scenarios. I, there's no way it bombs. There's no way. And, and the only reason I say that, because, like, regardless of the actual, like, num quantitative number of folk who are all in on Snyder yeah. and the Snyder cut. It's going to be, like, thousands of people who are going to sign up for HBO Max. There's just too much of, like, a media frenzy about, like, the content available for, like, news outlets to put out about this. Yes. That, like, out of curiosity. Yeah people will watch this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's just, it's going to be a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. More so, I think, than Batman versus Superman, which I've been on record being like, that'll be the biggest movie of all time. Because <laughs> uh, why wouldn't it be? It's like, oh, well, I, I can think of a couple of reasons why. Uh, but like, I, I I feel like if it is, it, well, then it's going to be successful or it's going to be a monumental success. So, someone just said that David Lynch directed a superhero movie. Moon no. Knight. <laughs> Yes. Moon Knight. Yeah. We're getting the show, unfortunately, uh, now. But they like, should have done a David Lynch Moon, David Knight, Lynch Moon Knight show. Knight oh, God. Yeah. Whole show. Where we get to go home with Marlene and Frenchie, and we learn about their friends and family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bring in, bring in Lynch now. It's but too only late. If, but only if Mark Frost is working with him, too. <laughs> no. Sleepwalker. No. That's where we got Sleepwalker. No. David Lynch is Sleepwalker. <laughs> they um, could also put him on Strange. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Let's yeah. get a monkey. <laughs> um, it's Rintra saying Judy, but uh, yeah. I, I. I. But it, here's. It's either gonna be a success or a monumental success. And the monumental success is actually kind of like I'm not worried, but I'm more like morbidly concerned about it because it's like this will dictate. Because here's the thing, like when Batman Begins made a bazillion dollars, Warner Brothers was like, dark, right, got it. You know, Nolan helped produce like the Man of Steel movie. Like, that's it. We do yeah. those from now on. When mm -hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe, when like Iron Man did well, those, do them. Do, do Iron Man for everybody, forever. And it's like, that's not how art is made. I mean, like maybe commercial art. Yeah, yeah. My concern about this too is like, Regardless, like, here's the thing. Look, like, I'm, like, yeah, you're getting what you wanted, right? right? But, like, they're also putting, they're, like, putting work into and putting out a Batman movie. That will yeah. be literally Something nothing else. like this at yeah. all. And, and, and I think it's not even in a universe. And I think just, it's just a Batman movie. Like, I, I, I'm just afraid that, like, it's not going to have an opportunity to stand on its own without... People comparing it to... Yeah, and I mean, comparisons will always be made, mm -hmm. but, you know, since this was a triumph in getting this created and getting this out there, and it doesn't hurt that they had an app they wanted to push and needed content for it, yeah. there was a pandemic, and this is easy to, to make, in a sense. Because, sorry, like, just, it's made in editing. Yeah. Except for the shoots they made. Right. Um, but, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, 
there's this other film that's going to come out and like going to have characters that you see in this film yes. completely portrayed in a different way. Yeah. And I, I hope it gets the opportunity to succeed or fail on its own. Right. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for that Batman movie. Yeah, I, I'm, so. I'm also really disappointed that they're like, no, 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 that's going to be a Batman movie all by itself and it's not going to be set in anything. And I'm like, yeah. no, I wanted to see those. Characters. I don't want it to be not set in anything, but like, yeah, I, I just feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want it to like, just, just treat it's its own thing yeah. and it's okay that it's its own thing. Right, right, right. Uh, Jimmy Jonathan Lee. Hi from Chicago. Hello. Hello Chicago. Hopefully you're not inundated the, with snow. The Windy City. Yeah. Apparently windier and colder. Is it? Uh, oh. I feel the reason they are so much support for the Snyder Cut is that some are more sympathetic due to the recent news about Whedon. It could be that like Whedon's stock dropping sure. could have put more people onto the onto the Snyder bandwagon. It mm -hmm. could be. I mean, like, you know. That's one. That's one take. The fact is, like anything, I'm an educate. I used to be from education, so like you know, oh, the teachers are bad, uh, the students are bad, uh, the parents are bad. Like it's everything is very like nothing is black and white, especially when it comes to human like behavior and like interpretation and, and execution. So it's like it's it's a lot of things. Like it could be that like it's it's it, people's excitement was just as much for this and it's mm. like but like the hbo max thing the pandemic thing the whedon thing snyder's own stuff mm -hmm. the the fandom there like there's a lot of contributing factors and it all works together mm -hmm. so it's amazing uh it is i i just say like regardless of how you feel about it if you decide to check it out do so from try to look at it from both the subjective and objective yes. viewpoints. Like, it's okay. Listen, like, there are things that I love that I objectively know are bad. Right. I'm like, I know this is badly yeah. made and it's not well acted. Right. Or it's just not well produced. Just enjoying it. But I just enjoy it. And right. I know that it's not maybe what it should be. And I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but no. like, it's okay to look at something from both angles. Agreed. And you don't have to like, not, you don't have to ignore You're something's issues or problems to say that you're a fan you're not on a team <laughs> you know what i mean like that's really what it is like you're watching a movie but you're it, not going to a sports arena who's like you know you're not painting your face right you know you're you're, you're, you're not going to a museum and being like picasso all the way fuck you uh uh, uh, uh van gogh you know what i mean like it's it's you're just you're you're consuming art <laughs> even if it's like schlock or or corporate art yeah you, you know you're not on a team it's true but even if you are on a team like i we know you know i, I i'm not a hashtag i'm always on a team i am not a big sports person but we know people who are and yes. even those people can objectively look at the team and be like i love my team but they're really messing up here here and here that doesn't mean they don't love their team any less yeah like it's it's okay to acknowledge but also, that something like, isn't great but we also have seen where it's like tribalism is dangerous and problematic. Yeah. You know, like where it's like, hey, your team like screwed up. But it's like, well, my team, but it's my team. It's yeah. like because of a, a place you automatic you, you were arbitrarily born to, yeah. you, you you fanatically attach yourself to that wagon. Uh, Ricky Walter helping us out. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very, very so, much. Uh, that, I think that's enough for this for the Snyder Cut trailer. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw it. It's intriguing. Uh, but we are going to recommend some books, and then we're going to get into the winners of the hashtag Savage Contest. Uh, Sean D., you just described Batman and Robin, man. Yeah. That's true. I could see some folk being like, objectively, I know this is bad, but subjectively, I just, I don't know why I like yeah, it. Yeah, like Face Off. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. Woohoo! Doves! Um, 
Don't ever do the thing from Face Off where you t- where you put your your hand on somebody's face to say they love you. No one likes that. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Um, I have glasses, so I appreciate you not doing. Yeah, I didn't want to sneer your glasses. But uh, yeah, so here are some books that are coming out this week. We think you should pick up, and then hashtag Savage. Uh, speaking of hashtag Savage, Savage number one is going to be on sale this Wednesday. Pick it up uh, at your local comic book store to check out, at the very least, Nathan Stockman's art. Uh, it's written by Max Bemis, <laughs> and it's launching a whole new, a whole new uh, status quo for the Savage character. I, I love in the in the chat, so I wrote face, and then like a comment later. Oh, oh. <laughs> you don't know how many times that show is that movie's referenced on back issues that we just cut it right out. Uh, so let's just oh, uh, Batman Catwoman number three from Tom king and clay man uh this is a book that's like it's pretty cool i'm digging that it. cover the cover's great the cover is dope i'm not sure if I'm, I'm thrilled with their redesign of phantasm but like you know whatever it's cool uh and hey remember that book the last ronin issue two is finally coming out which means i have to go to zap because they have it reserved for me oh nice uh, but yeah ninja turtles the last ronin number two which is Eastman and Laird and Tom Waltz doing stuff with the with with the turtles. It's Dark Knight Returns for the Ninja Turtles. It's Dark Knight Returns Ninja Turtles. It's worth checking out. That's kind of that's a great concept. Yes, that, that is a great concept. Right, that's all you need to know is that it's Dark Knight Returns for the Ninja Turtles. Uh, Future State Superman Worlds of War number two. Uh, I was excited to see this. I don't know if this is the last one or not, uh, but like this is every every other book is like where's superman this is the one book that's like here he is and like half of the issue was not him being where he was supposed to be i'm super excited to read more about mr miracle and midnighter in yes, this book. so yes. regardless so like, worlds of war number two coming out check it out king that of black one is that was in a, that's a pricey one guys it's it is 64 pages eight dollars so bucks. that's up to you if but you, you are wanna, getting more stories you're getting three stories but if you it's, it's not o- sixty-four it's stories. It's only worth it if you want all three of the stories. That's right. Yeah, you're not you're not getting sixty-four <laughs> pages of what Superman's doing. No, you're not getting Planet Hulk Superman for for sixty-four pages. No. Um, King of Black number four is finally coming out. Hey, we get to see what happens with Thor and stuff. I think this is the issue where it's like it's all X Men, or at least the cover is. Who knows? Covers are lies, but yeah. Oh, the exciting exclusive preview to Demon Days. What even is that? I don't know. By cool. Momoko. Uh, but what else is coming out? Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Savage Avengers number 18 because since Deadpool's over, hey, you can, you can check a Deadpool out there over there. <laughs> and hey, King of Black tie-in. Yeah, it's a King of Black tie-in, fine, but it's got Conan and um, the, the Hellfire Club. But as a tie-in, it might be easier if you haven't been picking this up to jump into it and yes. not feel so out of your depth. Yeah, because you know Duggan's like, screw this stupid book it's, tie-in. Yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna pants this. What crazy heist will ruin Deadpool's 30th anniversary. Ha ha. Um, it's written by Jerry Duggan with art by Kev Walker, so feel free to check that out. Yep. And I'll also give a shout out to Once in Future, number 16, written by Kieran Gillen with art by the amazing Dan Mora. Yep. Colored by Tamara, uh, Tamara Bonvillain. I love that last name. Yeah, Bonvillain. Bonvillain. So close to being a, a Blofeld. I know. Ugh. Um, I also want to put it out there, guys. Um, for those who are a huge fan, huge fan of that X-Men issue that had art by Brett Booth, well, now's your chance to go grab a book that has art by Brett Booth about the X-Men written by Fabian Nicieza called X-Men Legends Number 1. Yup. There it is. If you were like, I don't like this Krakoa stuff, check this out. Yep. Because it is literally the exact opposite. Yeah, it is an in-continuity story, I think. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it, well, it says X-Riders return to classic eras of mutant superheroes in all new in-continuity stories set during their fan-favorite runs. So it's like going to so be it's time. Like, it's like that uh, Spider-Man book. Yes. 
in a way. So if you were craving classic X-Men and you didn't feel like you were getting it from the current run, this is for you. Yeah. You can go check that out. Totally. Uh, okay, and Kevbot995, in a very, in the very least, this will be an interesting to see, and I'm very happy Snyder got to finish his vision. Plus, we get Granny and Darkseid, hoping to have Barda and Scott make a cameo. Screw the internet trolls. We'll see. I, I, I don't want to see Barda and Scott because I know they're making a movie, and I want it to kind of like, I don't, I don't want to take away from it or change it in any way. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see that New Gods movie. Yeah. Um, so here we go. I'd rather see a, an HBO Max Mr. Miracle adaptation. Yeah. Well, sure. Show. Yeah, that'd be amazing. For sure. Uh, so let's jump into it. Here we go. So in, in order to win, I'm going to say your name. And then you in the chat go like, that's me. Yeah. You know? Or it, like, it, it's over. If you haven't answered, it's, you're done. Yeah. Here so we go. Here we go. First one is Isaac. Just Isaac. I'm going to see if I can find you. There it is. Oh, there he is. I'm 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 tagging you. This is the part of the show. That's why we do the re- the recommendation. This is where we do this part, and hopefully, folk are here. So yeah. while we're waiting to see if Isaac Isaac gets like a minute, uh, but like while we're waiting to see if Isaac has won, and by the way, Isaac, hey, hey! that's me. Congratulations, Isaac. So Isaac, you have won, and here's what the other two are going to win. You are going to w- you w- email me salatcompop.net. Tell me you're Isaac. I, you are going to w- and send me your details. And actually be Isaac. And actually be Isaac. Mm-hmm. But send me your email. And here's what we're going to do. You're going to get a copy of uh, Savage Number 1. It's going to be a sketch variant that has no cover on it. And Nathan Stockman is going to draw a head sketch of a single character of your choice, any character you like. Mm-hmm. So you'll need to send me your home, your your address and the character you'd like. That's how we're going to do. So email me, salacombob.net. Okay. Here we go. That's number one. That's Isaac. number one. The next one up is Chai. I think it's Chi. Or Chi. Yeah, that's right. Chai is with an A. Yeah. So it's Chi. I guess it could be Shy if you're in Chicago. It you're could shy. be Shy. Yeah, yeah, Shy Town. So Shy or She or Chi. You have been the second winner. Because we're horrible at pronouncing names. Yes. If you email me, <laughs> no social security numbers. No, no do not send <laughs> do me. Do not give us that. That will be deleted, and you'll be out of the contest. And I'll go to the next one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Chi is the next one. Yes, excellent. Uh, so we'll see if they uh, if they respond. Waiting, waiting to find out. Waiting to find out. This is the part that I hate. This is always the most exciting part of the show. Right? Yeah. Where we do this. Yeah. Hey, did you guys watch that new WandaVision? Right? It's pretty cool. I, I, It's a very uh, interesting, uh, what's it called? Uh, independent show. I don't know if anybody's really watched it yet. Oh, I don't know. But yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she is going to get another, like, minute. But uh, we'll see what happens. We have one more. I and hear it. We question. were just talking with someone today that like the like the last few episodes are going to be hour long episodes for WandaVision. Yeah, Vision. yeah, yeah. Which is exciting because like it's been not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, should we just go like that, or should we should we bounce around? I don't know. Right. I I assume it's in order. Yeah, it is in order. We're just going to go in order. I'm not going to I'm not going to screw with the order. No, this is the that's order the in order which that they in came. which it was. So we're going to move which, on. It's the order in which the list was generated, I believe, and so I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Well, uh, don't worry, Gray Garley. We didn't say your name. So uh, yeah. All right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move to the third one, and if she doesn't get back, 
then we'll... then we're gonna go to the next one yeah uh the third one is <laughs> well i hate to give this to him because he's a villain uh is victor creed <laughs> Uh, yes, that was the way in which the list was generated from the automatic list generator. That's right. So, Victor Creed, come on down. You are. <laughs> Thanks, Sal. No problem, Great Garlic. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just, yeah, it was not nice. No, I just I didn't want him to worry about it. You know what I mean? You didn't you didn't miss anything. <laughs> oh. Listen, there, there might be a there, there may be a second second winner in our. Future. Who knows what's gonna happen? Because we haven't heard from Victor yet either. Victor Creed, that's me. Hey! All right, congratulations, Victor. So email me, Victor Creed. Email me, sal at compop.net. Give me your name, your email address, uh, your your home address, and also, of course, the single character you'd like to receive on your Savage Number 1 sketch variant cover from Nathan Stockman. Hooray! Congratulations, Victor. Uh, And now we're going to move on. I'm afraid we have to move on. Sorry. I'm sorry, Chi. Sorry. Chi, this is the worst time to go to the bathroom. Uh... So here we go. Yep. All right. This is the name I know. Yes, we know this one. Gravishish, congratulations. You have taken Chi's place. <laughs> Gravishish, shoot me an email. I know you will. <laughs> Hayden Walsh says, if you guys could fund an, any superhero movie that you know won't get made, what would you do? I do Superboy having Silver Age adventures with the Legion. If I could fund any superhero movie... You know, won't get made. Yeah. Mm. I can't. Believe, I don't. I don't see Grievous in here. I'm trying to answer this. Also, Great Garly, no problem. Yeah. I'm digging on witches. Uh, <laughs> love you too, Victor. Uh, who would you do? Uh, a character that they won't make. They won't make. <sighs> don't say sleepwalk. I was gonna say. <laughs> um, Aranya, um, I guess. Really? She'd be fun. Okay. Like give her a show. Like uh you know, like what's it called? Like like Ms. Marvel. You what? know? I would you... I have more by the way, I don't don't worry. How if about this? just screws us up. I don't know we'll if they would I think they might make this one, so never mind. Because I okay. was gonna say static. Oh yeah. But I think they might make that. There's no way they're not. I, I feel think like they're gonna they, do that. I think they said something yeah, about like but wanting like, to adapt. I would those. like to I would like to see like an a original. Yeah. Not like, the cartoon, which is available cartoon, now. Not the cartoon, like the original, like first issues that came out. Yep. I would like to see that. Yeah. I can't believe it. Both number twos are not here. Moving on. Here we go. Uh, we are about to replace both Chi and Grievishish. With? With. Here we go. Ready? Yep. I'm ready. The Grey Initiate. Grey Initiate? <laughs> this is like Family Feud. You have the opportunity to steal. Uh, <laughs> all right, the Grey Initiate. Are you there? This is you. This is your time. Are you there? Or are you going to be the third number two? <laughs> To the, not sec- get the it. second slot is the most dangerous. It is. It really is. Apparently. Apparently. This is getting exciting. <laughs> I know. I know. Yay! Yeah! All right, it's done. This is where Grievous and she are like, no! <laughs> but they're going to do that on the repeat. Yeah. But uh, congratulations, all three of you. Email me, salatcompop.net. Send me your oh. information. And to character you'd like, single character. And that's it. That we was intense. That was very intense. That, that was, was intense. That, that was, that's why we do the show live, ladies and gentlemen. We were, that we, kind of stuff. We were camping and it was intense. <laughs> I yes. don't leave now. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Don't forget to like this video. Subscribe to our channel for more. And stay tuned for more tomorrow. Uh, no Elseworlds, but the following week there will be. 
And uh, yeah, if you want more, stay here for more because there's plenty of it to go around, I guess. I don't know. Hey, if you do want more tomorrow, Tiffany's going to be streaming on twitch.tv slash comic pop, I think, right? Yeah. So go. I'm there. You better be there. Go to twitch.tv. We weren't there pop. last week, but that was for. That was technically. That difficult. was a dis- like an unmitigated disaster. Indeed. Unmitigated is right. So <laughs> just, follow us. Every time I fix something, something else broke. That's right. It was like being on the Falcon for a second. <laughs> yeah. But you just have to hit the thing. And then it did not, not do anything. Um, yeah. So. We'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us twitch.tv slash comic pop to watch Tiffany play streams tw- Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And that's it. Did we say the third winner? We yeah, said it, right? It's the great. Oh, no. The other one was, it was Victor Creed, the gray initiate, and. And. Uh... Isaac. Isaac. Yes. I was like, it was one word. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. That's it. Yeah, the show's over. So we'll see you next week. All right. So long. Bye. Bye.